0: my van and welcome to Dawson's Critique. I'm Erin Hensley.
1: And I'm Julia Callahan. And we are two former college roommates and current BFFs who have loved Dawson's Creek since episode one first aired on the WB all those years ago.
0: Join us for this spoiler free
1: podcast as we break down one episode every week. We're going to reminisce about our memories of the show and tell you stories of how Dawson's Creek defined our generation. Today, we discuss
0: season four, episode 18, Eastern Standard Time.
1: Yeah. Written by mm-hmm. none of us are on Eastern Standard Time yet, but Aaron no. is heading there. Uh, I am. <laughs> written by Jonathan Kasdan, directed by David Grossman, who directed the Popples TV movie, which I was very <laughs> excited about. <laughs> I definitely had a Popple when I was a child. Um, he also directed episodes of In Living Color, Um the best sketch show ever done uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then Buffy the Vampire Slayer including for my Buffy fans out there Tabula Rasa which is one of the best episodes of Buffy um, he also did like Desperate Housewives and just, oh, wow like, a bajillion he's like he has like 157 credits on IMDB um so (laughs) quite prolific it's amazing yeah um okay so this originally aired on april 18th 2001 um the description from wikipedia As senior ditch day arrives joey is excited to find herself accompanying jen on an excursion to new york under the guise of attending a college meeting it isn't long before joey sees that they are there for an entirely different reason Jen finally talks to her father for the first time since she left for Capeside. She witnessed her father in bed with another woman before she moved to Capeside and that her attitude towards men and herself has been harmed by what she saw. That sentence yeah. could use an edit. Um, <laughs> or two. Not a woman. Not, Not a, a woman. woman either. Also, there's some. There's some. I don't even know if it's antecedent agreement problems, but there's some problems. <laughs> um. Anyway, <laughs> meanwhile, Gretchen and Dawson take off on a road trip. Back in Cape Side, Pacey and Drew find themselves the only seniors in school. Out of frustration, they head for a bar. The night ends in disaster. However, when Pacey is arrested for public drunkenness, so there we are. Um. Okay. My History's Mysteries, The 2000, on April 17th, 2001, um, the 2001 Mississippi flag re- referendum occurred. 64.39% of the population voted to formally adopt the 1894 state flag over the new 2001 proposed state flag design, which mm-hmm. means that the Confederate flag stayed in the design of the flag. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They um, finally changed that Uh, In the year of our Lord 2021, which would be this year, if you're (laughs) keeping track. (laughs) Yeah, I remember
0: that was like a big movement in Mm post-George Floyd.
1: Yeah, and I mean, absolutely, they should. Yeah. (laughs) Get rid of that fucking flag. Um, Okay, April 19th, 2001, the multiple Tony Award-winning musical The Producers by Mel Brooks and Thomas Meehan, starring Nathan Lane and Matthew Broderick, opens on Broadway at the St. James Theater. If you need me at any time to sing you any song from the producers, I absolutely can do that. Um, It is in my wheelhouse, and I know all the words. (laughs) <laughs> so there we go um <laughs> number one movie is still spy kids so that's wild yeah it is wild robert rodriguez directed that movie
0: <laughs> yeah also. i know that's why people are like what you've never seen it And i'm like no i
1: haven't but then they're like
0: robert rodriguez and i'm like oh okay uh, yeah so I, I hear
1: you i hear you but oof, it's still a leap yeah um okay number one song we're gonna have this one for a while is janet jackson's all three um it's a good one not complaining about that uh yeah so the number 12 song um is nelly's ride with me um which is just like a banger banger yeah yeah At uh, number 31, we have Misty, Missy Misdemeanor Elliot with Get Your Freak On. Yes. Also a banger. Yes. (laughs) Um, At debuting, at number 82, was Tupac's Until the End of Time, which uses a sample from Mr. Mister's Take These Broken Wings.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know that song.
1: And, like, I just want to, like, just in case you're my mother listening to this i want to just remind you that tupac was murdered in 1996 Mm -hmm. and this is 2001 Mm -hmm. and the man still is having billboard hot 100 hits so oh yeah yeah
0: i think he like wanted to get out of his contract so he just like kept like recording and recording and recording so he could be done that's what i I remember
1: recordings to be put Mm -hmm. out after he died Mm -hmm. yeah yeah totally. Well, anyway, we were still <laughs> in 2001, we were still having Tupac on the on the Hot 100, which is pretty amazing. Um Okay. So, uh we open in Dawson's room.
0: Yeah, but Gretchen's there. <laughs> yeah.
1: they're like playing a board game on his bed. They're playing bed. the Game of Life, which <laughs> <laughs> we did we not play that a lot in college. I feel like we did. And I feel like maybe we made a drinking game out of it.
0: I mean, we made a drinking game out of everything, so that yeah. part checks out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I remember playing the game of life a lot with you in college.
0: Yeah, um, I definitely have memories of the game of life and yeah. not like in my childhood.
1: Yeah, totally. totally. So Gretchen's like, you know, what, what do you think? What are you like thinking about, Dawson? Because it seems like you're not all here. And <laughs> he's like, Joey. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh Dawson, what? Come on. I know. I
1: know. I know. And he's like, I'm thinking about her because she and Jen got on a train to New York a few hours ago. Um, I I have questions about this timeline, and I'm gonna say, Aaron, because I like cannot travel right now, Mm -hmm. I went down a massive Amtrak rabbit hole. (laughs) <laughs> in order to figure out <laughs> um, why my questions about the timeline. Because it seems like it's nighttime where Dawson and Gretchen are, right? So I was like, huh. Yeah. Wonder when the last but train... But it's like an overnight train. Oh, okay. It's, it's not an overnight train. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now.
0: Because so. <laughs> I definitely took a train from an Amtrak from Boston to New York and it left at like 2 a.m. In,
1: okay. in Boston. One, there is one that leaves at two in the morning that goes the opposite direction from New uh-huh. York to Boston. But so I went down this hole. So there was a train in, cause I was like, could they have taken the train from Cape Cod or did they need to mm-hmm. get to another place? So from 1986 to 1996, there was a train called the Cape Codder, an Amtrak train mm-hmm. that went from Boston mm-hmm. to Cape Cod. And okay. now there's a seasonal train that goes from Boston to Cape Cod. Okay, yeah, I
0: think so, someone emailed us about that.
1: Yeah. So I think that they had to either get to Boston South Station, shout out to Rachel mm-hmm. who told us that, or mm-hmm. to Providence Station to get a train to New York. Right. The last train to New York f- that I could find leaves at 9:30 p.m. and gets in at 2:30 a.m. And the last train from Providence is the same train and it leaves Providence at 10:22 p.m. So there we are. Okay. So that's what I found. Well, I can the- confirm
0: that I have taken a night train from Boston okay. to
1: New York and okay. got to at New two York two in the at morning.
0: Like- okay. Yeah, I think I got to Boston at like five or six AM.
1: Or okay. sorry, I got to New York at five or six AM. Okay. So maybe Weird. that's what like they're Like a decade on. ago.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, I, I'll believe that. But also, I think that maybe the writers just didn't give a shit. And um, yeah, fine. That's not. fine. too. <laughs> <Cool>. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I haven't been on a train in a long time. And I was like, what? How's the Amtrak website doing? <laughs> I want to yeah, know what out. are they up to? Yeah. Over there. <laughs> What's up, guys? <laughs> anyway, so we find out then that senior ditch day is tomorrow, which is why Joey and Jen did this. So right. did you did you have a senior ditch day?
0: we did and I was trying to remember because I remember there being a senior ditch day and I remember ditching I think we just went to the beach like yeah I think that must have been what we did because it's kind of like the end of senior year yeah
1: I was kind of like I mean in my senior year every day was senior ditch day so that's
0: the thing it's like you kind of like were half in half out but there was like a day where and I don't even know like just just someone just say like this is ditch day and they like and then, a Telephone Tree happened, like I don't know how they determined what the day was, you know. I don't but all of a sudden, people because it was like, if I remember right, it was like out of the blue. It was like, oh yeah, this Thursday, Senior Ditch Day, and we're like, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> like Jen and Joey planned a whole trip. Like they booked train tickets, all this <laughs> right, right, stuff. Just right. like they knew it was happening like weeks in advance, you know.
1: Totally, and like. I I want to say like I th- my school probably had one but I don't remember it at all because I don't think I cared cuz I like I said I was not going to class yeah. anyway so it didn't matter. Um but like Gretchen tells this story and I got to just say cuz I noticed it she says that her friends Bobby, Carol, Ted and Alice all got in the car and drove south to hit and hit the Virginia state line and then drove back and mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever seen this movie but my mother really loves to sh- this movie and has showed me it and it's called it's a 70s classic partner swapping film called Bob oh. and Carol Ted and Alice which oh. is, these people's names have to be a, like wink towards I don't know why oh, without but, a doubt <laughs> but oh. I don't know why we winked at that but because no one's going to swap partners in this, ep- in this uh, yeah and rep. it's kind of a
0: deep cut for like <laughs> Dawson's totally. Creek fans, but okay, totally. all right, yeah. you got it. So <laughs> maybe other, <laughs> you know, yeah, you can't be the only one.
1: Yeah, and so she was like, you know, we just like we just got in the car and went, and like you know, it was supposed to be this like just fun thing, like. And you guys did that once, right? We I was did that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was spring break and we just went in Santa Cruz
0: and we drove to the Oregon line. We stayed in like a hotel and we went to like a place called like Burrow or Ass or something like that. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then we drove back. It was really yeah. fun. Those are yeah. like, like
1: when Gretchen was saying that, I was like, see, Gretchen and I would have been friends. Yeah, I love Gretchen. I love Gretchen too. I will say the only reason I wasn't there is because I was visiting someone in Washington, D.C. Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah. You were like on a week long trip. Yeah, you yeah. were in- that's why yeah. yeah but um but I otherwise I would have been on that but totally yeah. yeah Gretchen's like uh, one of us
0: <laughs> yeah like, I know and she like speaks <laughs> to me I'm like she's just so sensible she I just know. has this like sense of like adventure and spirit too mm-hmm. she's like that's how you make memories whatever yeah and like go. so Dawson realizes that he's boring and yeah. he like grabs her hand and runs her down the stairs he's like come on let's go you know yeah. And, yeah. Like, and like on the one hand it's super sweet that like she's inspiring him to be like like live a life that yeah. he wants to have and to have all these experiences you know like he's definitely she's bringing him out of his shell you know yeah. it's just funny that uh he's like He's so um, he always just recreates things like he doesn't right. it doesn't seem like he has his own like ideas or his own spontaneity. He's like always recreating movies that he sees or Gretchen's telling this story and he's like, I'm going to recreate that. That sounds great. You know, Yeah, and it, totally. it, it,
1: it's it's interesting to me. Totally. Because Gretchen's like, oh, I was I wasn't like suggesting that we do that. and And Dawson's like, no, this is so urgent. Don't you feel the urgency of this moment? And like. I will say he, like, puts her jacket on her, which is very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, And, like, I had this moment with, like, what he said and, like, how he felt where he was just like, we got to do it now. Otherwise, we'll never do it. It, like, felt really honest to me about, like, what it is to be a senior in high school. Because I feel like you do yeah. have those moments where you're like, we have to do this because who knows? you know exactly yeah you feel like your life's over like as an adult you're like you'll definitely have a chance to do that again (laughs) but
0: like you could literally do that whenever you want when you're an adult but like okay
1: yeah I I feel like
0: it's it's true though because your life is almost over just like the life that you've known it you know your childhood Mm -hmm. is like you're in the waning days of your childhood so that feeling is like that's what you're feeling um and like totally yeah totally i felt it in
1: that moment too (laughs) i was like oh god i do remember that (laughs) and like so we go to the credits then and like we go then to jen's therapy session and so it's a little bit of a weird timeline thing right because yeah i think
0: this is supposed to be like a like a force like a scene that happens at the end but they're putting it in a different timeline right
1: Right. Yeah. It's like a flash. You don't really figure out why it's here until the end, but it is a flash forward we learn. Yeah. And exactly. And she's like, she asks if um her therapist knows the song sweet jane and he's like oh yeah cowboy Junkies," and she's like no lou reed and if i weren't already in love with jen lindley i <laughs> no, know seriously i was, I was like, like damn
0: <laughs> and this is like a jen episode and michelle williams is just like her acting is so phenomenal in it like every it's time wild. she's on screen you're like i love you so much it's you're so incredible
1: good. and yeah. like, she loves lou reed and she's just like know. so she's good like, and like this
0: therapist that i hate this guy he sucks He's, yeah. like, trying to be all cool, and she's like, no, I'm way cooler than you, <laughs> you know?
1: It's so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> and she's like, you know, I used to love that song. I just, like, knew it by heart. Um, And then – and she just, like, kind we of fade. doesn't want to talk to him about yeah.
0: anything. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, maybe I just don't want to share what's on my mind. Yeah. And we fade from that to – Her and Joey at the train station, which is like what Julia is saying. We're like, what
1: was that scene exactly? But But also, (laughs) we're supposed to have a Macy Gray song called I Can't Wait to Meet You because her album had just come out. And and
0: this episode, particularly, there were so many songs. I was like, this is not the original song. This is terrible. What is this? What is happening?
1: (laughs) Definitely. I have some of them, I have the highlights out for you. So But we're we end up in Grand Central Station and just like not to be a dick, but if you take the train into New York, you go into Penn Station, which is much uglier than Grand Central Station. So I understand why you've come in. in. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But Amtrak trains go into Penn Station Um, Mm -hmm. and it's and there really are in Grand Central. So they flew Katie and Michelle to New York.
0: Um, yeah I know I was noticing that I was like dang like I wonder if Michelle was like filming a movie there nearby and they're yeah. like okay we can do two days in New York you know well it's and kind they of both wild.
1: live there now like both of them live in New York yeah you know? yeah so yeah. I wonder if they like they were kind of living there part time anyway that's yeah, interesting yeah maybe I have no huh. idea <laughs> yeah but I was, also, I was like did they really go to New York and I was like damn they did they okay did. Mm-hmm. yeah and they, like, you know, Joey's, like, a tourist. She's, like, I've got all these places that I'm, like, going to go. <laughs> well, like i got a whole scheduled itinerary uh-huh. of Joey. Yeah. And she's, like, well, you're in your college meeting. And, like, and then I've found the place where we need to meet so we can grab dinner and make it to the 11 p.m. train. Again, the last train to Boston leaves at 7.50.
0: mm mm-hmm.
1: But there is a 2.30 a.m. train that will get you there at 7.40 a.m. So hmm. just in case anyone needed Amtrak schedules, I am your gal. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Jen's like, OK, like you're being wild. Yeah. <laughs> Jen's kind of like, you're
0: just freaking out because you're being small town. But yeah, like yeah. I'm low key in my element. So like, OK. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, I yeah, think you, we
1: should. Sorry.
0: You can see on Jen's face there's like an unease about like. Just, like, stepping foot in New York.
1: There's definitely an unease. But the thing with Michelle Williams, of course, being the caliber of actress she is, Hottest, I know. is that there's, like, an unease. You feel that. And you also feel how happy she is for I Joey. Know. Like, it's all there. <laughs> and,
0: like, even, like, a little bit of excitement to, like, like, yeah. she, like in her internally and in this episode, she's trying to define what home means to her. And she's like, is New York home or is Side home? You know? Yeah. And in this moment, she's like, am I home? Like, right. I'm kind of excited. Is this my home? It's like, it. she's and, phenomenal.
1: And also this like, at this kind of like, excitement to like show Joey New York, you know, like, I think there's that is like, I'm getting that as well. And I think mm-hmm. that that's like such a true like, I love, even though I have a complicated relationship with Santa Cruz, I love like taking people to Santa Cruz and showing them. Right. Um, and then, like, same with like, I took my mom to New York for the first time and like getting to just like take her on a tour of like the New York that I know, you know. Right. It's like, it is a fun city to show to people. <laughs> like, yeah. Pe- so, anyway, so like, I feel like all that was coming through on Jen's face with no words because Michelle I know. Williams is amazing. <laughs>
0: her face she face acts this whole episode and it like it never gets
1: old it just knocks you down every time (laughs) yeah (laughs) so jen says she has or joey's like we got to go downtown to the university of new york so i Mm -hmm. would like someone if anyone who understands rights in television shows Mm -hmm. to like email us because dawson got to say that he was going getting he didn't get into nyu but jen has to apply to the university of new york which is not a real place
0: yeah and dawson also got to say usc film school
1: right so
0: i'm right there with you i have questions me too (laughs) like
1: joey starts is it mansplaining what she does to jen about new york (laughs) she's like (laughs) this is a fast-paced city jen (laughs) <laughs> like, we got to go. And <laughs> Jen just, like, is like, all right, girl. <laughs> it's so funny. It's funny when you see
0: small town Joey be uncomfortable. But, yeah. like, you
1: know, it's yeah. so funny.
0: She becomes, like, a little kid. It's so funny.
1: It's great. And and we go out. Like, they walk out of Grand Central Station, which, P.S., like, you wouldn't walk out. You would get on the subway. But whatever. But it's beautiful outside of it. So, I get, again, I, I get it. Um, yeah. And like, Joey's just kind of like, whoa. And like, yeah. girl, I'll never forget that the first time in New York City, where, where like, yeah. when you are like, oh my God, these buildings are so tall and there are so many people. And like, <laughs> holy shit. Yeah.
0: That's I didn't awesome. have that feeling in New York, but maybe because I had been to like Mexico City before then. Oh, maybe. Um, yeah.
1: I listened to, I was, I came into New York over from new jersey so through the lincoln tunnel mm-hmm. but there's a part of the highway where you can see new york before right, you right, like right. go down into the tunnel and uh-huh. i remember i was listening to rancids and out come the wolves nice and um, so that, cool. album that album always yeah fifth uh what's the what's the one um uh, hanging on the corner second uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway it's uh olympia washington it's called there we go uh my favorite my favorite song Anyway. So we go over to
0: Capeside High and mm-hmm. Drew walks into a classroom and Pacey's there and he's all the classroom's empty except for Pacey. Right. And Drew's like, why are you here? Why
1: aren't you ditching? Yeah, <laughs> and like, Drew, Pacey's like well, like, you know, I've been told that I have to be here or I won't graduate, and, and like, I have a test today. And Drew's like, <laughs> I, too, have been told that I have to be here or I won't graduate, and I told them to eat it, and then they called my mother. <laughs> so awesome. So that's why I'm here. <laughs> I know, I love it.
0: And Pacey's like, well, I've got a quiz, and I'm studying, and this quiz is practically like a test, so, you know, whatever. Yeah. And she was yeah. like, oh, okay. Well, what about after you take the test? You just ditch with me since, like, we technically attended today. And Casey's <laughs> like, "Nah, dude, we're not friends. Well, and yeah, I have I, a test I, tomorrow as
1: well. Yeah. I mean, I do want to just note that that's not how attendance in high school works, but, like, well, I hear, I'm just I felt this. the
0: same way. I was yeah.
1: like, Drew, come
0: on. That's yeah. not how it works. And Pacey knows that. Or like yeah. maybe that's how it works in Capeside, like the worst high school I've ever seen. But like right. that's not how it works. You you would get Attendance like, in missed. every class. Exactly. Yeah. And you would get called for like the specific classes at your house totally. in my
1: school. <laughs> right. So before Drew leaves, though, he's got to be a dick about Joey and is like obsessed with Joey for a reason yeah. we're never going to figure out. No. And he's like, man it really makes you wonder what joey's doing while you rot away in here and like i fucking hate that drew does this shit oh no like i hate that he does it and then i also kind of hate that it affects pacey like sh- well pace, does it though? i don't know because it felt like it did a little bit like it felt like him hit him in a nerve and i was like pace come on man she's like oh mm-hmm. on- in new york with jen like i
0: couldn't tell like that's the thing is like i don't see pacey being like that but i i don't know you're you obviously i couldn't tell if like he didn't like only two seniors there or him and drew someone he doesn't like at all and doesn't want to be classified in the same like category with
1: you know totally yeah i think it could be either i just was like man Mm -hmm. if you're being weird about joey being in new york with jen i hate that yeah (laughs) you know it's like come on um so then we get this like absolutely un dawson's creek like weird out of focus jump cutting (laughs) looks like a music video
0: it's like the opening to the first season of real world (laughs) yeah it
1: is (laughs) that's a great description for it (laughs) and like so jen and joey walk into this place that i just dubbed the life cafe if there are any rent heads out there because it's like that's just like i just think of the life cafe from rent as being this cafe <laughs> <laughs> and like there's this black man who like is working as a waiter there and is so excited to see jen he's like oh my god jen oh like God." Princess of Soho. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of love him, and I'm like, why have we not heard about this man before? Because he seems amazing. <laughs> I know, I know. I was trying to remember if I we heard
0: Jen tell like who did she talk to Abby about? You know, they're like yeah, like, I yeah, it was just racking my brain, but yeah, I dated the doorman, she, she, and Jen blah, blah, like
1: blah. yeah. Yeah,
0: Jen's just like, oh my god, I'm so glad you're working today. Like, what's up? Like, she just is so stoked. And yeah. Joey's standing there like hella uncomfortable. Yeah, you know, because even though like this could be Jen's Joey's experience in Cape Side, because small towns have a similar vibe to this, you know, mm. Joey's too mean to have this, <laughs> like <Totally>. you know. <laughs>
1: i mean i'll i want to give joey like a a modicum of credit that also people seem to be real fucking assholes to her um so like but yeah she is too mean (laughs) um (laughs) so joey jen then's like oh you know joey this is my friend typo and like of course his name is typo um (laughs) Because he's like a cool, arty West Village person. I know. So funny. is <laughs> isn't perfect. And Jen tells us that Typo is the future of the expressionist movement and a great person. And mm. I'm just like, you know, Typo seems rad. <laughs> like, and would love And Jen to have him. seems
0: awesome, you know. Yeah.
1: Just like she's always gassing up
0: her friends. I love it
1: and i also feel like there's like this kind of like new york city kid like the kids who grew up in new york city who just like fucking know everyone you know what i mean mm-hmm, exactly yeah um i always think of like that wasn't it chloe Savigny that just got plucked off the street and put into kids
0: yeah she, kids? Well, she got plucked off the street and was put into sassy the magazine
1: oh, and that's of course. where they found her for kids i think i think sure. it was a mixture of the two sure sure um, my friend, Pam Ribbon hosts a podcast about Sassy Magazine, just an FYI. Mm. Um, Amazing. <laughs> yeah. So, um, typos like, you know, why are you guys here? Like, what's going on? And, you know, Jen's like, oh, Joey's like my keeper. She's taken care of me.
0: <laughs> and she's <laughs> never been to New York, you know? Yeah.
1: <laughs> And he's like, girl, where do you buy your clothes? You've never been to New York. And but it's like in a nice way. He's so sweet and like fun I know. about it. And like Joey kind of has this look on her face, like she's seeing this whole different side at Jen. I know. Like she's just kind of like, huh, okay. This is like New York City, Jen. This like. Yeah, and you kind of get the vibe
0: that Joey's kind of like, oh, like Jen's who I want to be.
1: Mm-hmm because Jen's like she walks into this restaurant this guy's hugging her and like so excited Mm -hmm. to see her and then Jen yeah and it's not
0: like this like the way Joey always sees it it's like every dude Jen interacts with is like it's a sexual exchange Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. Jen's like no this guy's a dope artist he's super sick I love him you should meet him like you know and like and Joey's like oh interesting you can just be friends with a dude it doesn't have to be quote (laughs)
1: complicated right because i was gonna say i really like that like his sexuality is like somewhat ambiguous like i wouldn't be surprised if he was straight but i also wouldn't be surprised if he was gay yeah the way he like talks to her and Mm -hmm. so i kind of like it that it's not like immediately like you know someone who you can like is like gay yeah. And, like, so then it, it takes out that sexuality factor, right? Like, mm-hmm. I like that it's kind of, like, it makes Joey have to confront that a little bit. Exactly. Totally. Yeah. And so Jen asks Typo for the hot goss. He's like, yeah. she's like. <laughs>
0: How is everyone? Tell Let's me. dish. What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he's kind of like, oh, like, I actually, like, you know, don't really talk to everyone anymore. But, like, you know, I still meet up on Wednesdays with, like, two people and we, like, catch up. and Barney like,
1: <gasps> Greengrass which Today's Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to say he says they meet at Barney Greengrass, which I looked up and it looks like it has amazing smoked fish. I've never been there. Huh. Um, lo- it's like a Jewish deli. It opened okay. in 1908 and legit. I was tempted to order like hundreds of dollars in <laughs> smoked fish and have them shipped across You're the like, country.
0: close that tab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: I was also starving when, I, <laughs> when yeah. I did my notes on this, so that might have had something to do with it. <laughs> anyway.
0: And Joey's like a stickler. She's like, Jen, your admissions meeting.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And she's like, Joey stops, like, because Joey, because Jen's like, oh, my God, I can't wait to show you, like, Barney Greengrass. Like, we're going to have so much fun. And then Jen's like, Joey's like, your college meeting? <laughs> And Typo's like, wait, what? You know, and Jen's
0: like, oh, yeah, I got into the University of New York. So I might be coming back back here. And Mm -hmm. he's like so stoked. And Joey is shook. She's like, it's just so far from home. (laughs) And it's like interesting because like, what is home to Jen, you know?
1: yeah well and also like i like i like that you have the more like um uh you know metaphoric home i was like girl it's like four hour train ride like it's not that far in california that's like if we hear about a great restaurant we'll we'll drive that far like, it's so far you would
0: i would stay the night if i went four hours
1: uh, when we used to do our day trips, the, every once in a while we would go for the four hour, four yeah, hours away. Yeah. yeah, I could not do that anymore. I know. Well, we're older and stupider now, or, <laughs> or maybe smarter. <laughs> 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 and Jen's like, you know, Joey's just kind of like, I can't believe you're like debating this. Like, you know,
0: yeah, it's I, like the like, only option for you to go yeah. back to New York. Like, it's a good school, and like you love it here
1: yeah and Jen's like what about the like you can't go home again like doesn't that mean something which like yeah it does but in a city like only New if York, you want it to <laughs> yeah totally totally and it depends um, on how you define home you know absolutely so we go back to class where Pacey's like you know in this classroom and the teacher comes in and is just a dick for no reason
0: I know! Like, what the,
1: what the fuck? fuck? Like, oh my god, how many times do we have to watch this? It's
0: truly horrific, you know? It is, yeah. And he, the teacher says, like, this is the first quiz of the rest of your life and hands it to Pacey and Pacey's just like annoyed at the suggestion that like school's the only thing that matters
1: you know right because like the guy is like oh I thought college application or college acceptances had already been sent out how are your options and like what the fuck man and Pacey like honestly is like they're narrowing by the minute thanks like thanks for bringing (laughs) it up dipshit well because of educators like you that only
0: think that college is the option and post right. high school like that's why you know we're living in this fucking toxic environment Ugh, it's yeah. just hard to watch like these shitty ass teachers like too Pacey specifically like I've never seen a teacher be nice to him you know and like, like
1: yeah Mr. <laughs> Peterson was nice when he asked for Joey to retake a test like that's the closest we've gotten Mr. Casten. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Caston. Yeah. Sorry, not Mr. Peterson. Woo, no. Mr. Peterson's a dick. Um <laughs> Mr. Casten. Uh so then we go to Gretchen and Dawson who <laughs> have a flat tire. <laughs> and, it's amazing. Okay, and... wait, I, I have a question huh. cuz they're huh. in a Jeep. Yeah. And is that I'm presuming that's Dawson's Jeep and yeah. I am not sure when did he get this Jeep? Is this the first episode we've seen it?
0: Oh, good question! <laughs> I
1: think because usually you drive right the now.
0: Mitchmobile, yeah. But I
1: feel like we've seen
0: it before. But like, I'm not sure because, like, I think we're going to keep seeing see it, it again. So yeah. it's hard to remember if if this is the first time. Good I, question.
1: I think it might be. Guys, write us in. I know. Yeah, they definitely know. don't go to
0: that rave in the Jeep. They go in the yeah. Mitchmobile, right?
1: Mitchmobile, yeah.
0: Huh. Good yeah. question. Yeah, email is Dawson's critique at gmail.com.
1: Yeah. So
0: Dawson, so Dawson they get then, out and Gretchen and Dawson look at it and Gretchen laughs and Dawson's like, So this happened.
1: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then it, Gretchen's like, Don't you have a spare tire? And then Dawson, oh, just tell me. This is the most Dawson's Creek thing. I know. He's, he's like, I don't have a spare because I quote gave it to some kid who needed a ride home. Which I feel like doesn't explain. That doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. If they
0: needed a ride home, you give them a ride home. You just give them a tire? What's he going to do with that? He didn't need a spare tire. That part wasn't part of the story. And (laughs) then on the other hand, it's supposed to be like, see, Dawson's such a good guy. He just (laughs) gave someone on the street a spare tire. and
1: instead of a ride home apparently
0: okay like okay he's still a fucking idiot if he gave his spare tire away and didn't get a new
1: one like right okay Okay. so just go with it okay gretchen's like well i'm excited about this which listen gretch i i'm in for adventure but i'm never excited when i have a flat tire um
0: I mean, not under the like if you have a flat tire and there's a spare, you're like, this is part of an adventure. I get to watch Dawson try to figure out how to change a spare. It's gonna be right. amazing, you know? Right, true, true. But like, yes, I <laughs> uh
1: we'll see how this goes, you know. Right. Um and I, <laughs> she, she's just, like it's these unforeseen complications that make the adventure. Yeah. <laughs> like all i could think about was that one time you had to call me at 3 a.m because you were on the side of the road with a flat tire <laughs> and we're like please just keep me company until the police come and help me
0: yeah and i was, it was like, like a okay. dark road this was like years ago yeah i was, was like i time. don't know i had to call the police and they're like i don't even know where i am to call a tow truck like, yeah
1: i <laughs> went i was like how how long will it take me to get to where she is i feel like you should call the police because it's gonna take me a lot longer to get there yeah i
0: was like i was like almost a big sir
1: yeah yeah it would have taken me like four hours um so but i uh, that's what i thought about through this whole scene i was like i I don't know why (laughs) anyway she Um, she like She
0: kisses him for inspiration and she's like, all right, now get out of the way. Like, I'm going to I'm going to hitchhike us a ride. Yeah. (laughs) Dawson's like, "Um, haven't you ever seen the hitcher? Like, (laughs) Bridger Hauer? No, no. Hitchhiking is not safe.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We used to hitchhike in college.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. We hitchhiked in
1: Glacier National Park, too. Remember? Oh, God. Oh, yeah, I do remember. Someone (laughs) prayed for us. Someone made us pray with him in the car. He's like,
0: "Can I pray for you?" And we're like, "Yeah, sure." We go to leave the car, and then he like grabbed our hands and started praying over us. Was I was halfway quite in nice. and halfway
1: out of the car. I was do. like, "Oh god, no, we, god!" We both
0: had legs out. We're like, "Oh, okay, we're doing it now." Okay, thank you so much.
1: <laughs> That's thank true. you. That, that is so nice of you. This is a true story. He was very nice, and I thank him profusely so nice. for the ride and and for the prayer and for like, the prayer. Nice, nice great, man. Great. But we were not prepared. <laughs> no, no.
0: <laughs> um oh, yeah God. so, so hitchhiking is totally safe and weird those circumstances i don't know if i'd recommend it to anyone but you know trust yeah. your instincts but we've done we but, have done it yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he's like he's like well what are we gonna do and then he points to his sign he's like we'll walk it's six miles, six miles. do you know how far that is that's like it's, almost two
1: hours yeah it's uh that's you know it's a good. <sighs> that's like that's a good amount of time um and yes. and distance
0: <laughs> yes that would be like a
1: almost two hour walk yeah okay, it's not Dawson. nothing it's not nothing yeah. yeah
0: he's like he's like walking distance i was like oh my god okay <laughs> okay i don't know like if the show is like relying on everyone for being from a suburb they're like yeah six
1: miles is not that far because we've only driven six miles but like right. that's fucking far to walk it is far <laughs> yeah it is um, so then we go to school where Pacey is like desperately trying to finish his test and yeah. the and teacher the is, like rings. a dick about yeah. him turning it in, you know, <laughs> like, what the fuck, it- man, it- so wild i hate it like, so for what
0: much reason like i just don't get it like this kid is struggling you know like we still had ada and like you know different things for like kids with disabilities so like he would yeah. i don't know it's super weird like you know yeah. like i don't i just yeah. that yeah I know. anyways and so we see pacey's just having some real deep thoughts we don't know what they are but like he's struggling with like he's just like frustrated yeah yeah
1: yeah and then we cut to st mark's place um one of my favorite streets in new york and (laughs) joey and jen are like walking down st mark's and joey Mm -hmm. kind of sniffs out that jen lied about this meeting with an admissions person
0: yeah she's like every time i ask you the name you give me a different name you don't really yeah. have one do you
1: <laughs> yeah and like to her credit when jen tells her like joey's super cool and it's just like yeah, okay, yeah. well then what are we doing here like like you know, yeah tell me what's up
0: yeah and and jen's, jen's like, like i have to see my dad yeah she's and like, like why do you think she invited joey on this dad mission and not
1: jack I mean, I have a theory, which is that Joey knows what it's like to have an extra, a strange dad that you have fucking mm-hmm. problems with. But kind of Jack does, too, right? That's true. That's true. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I dig it. I mean, the, the real answer must be that Chris Smith was filming a movie. Obviously. But... <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, um, but I think that, like... But I don't know. I think there's something nice about Dawson's Creek finally at the fucking end of senior year, like mm-hmm. giving these two women space to have a real friendship. And Yes, to, like, and be there for each other. And to really be there for each other. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I and know. like like think about this trip, right? Like I, I wanna say like to our listeners, if four oh four wasn't my favorite episode, which like it is it, of, of season yeah. four. <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. so great this one might be it because of this Jen Joey storyline I love it so Mm -hmm. fucking much Mm -hmm. Um, and like I also like that like finally we get to this place where like they're not in competition with each other they just get to be there for each other and actually these are two people that know each other really really well
0: yeah and I also just like that it doesn't have to be about Joey and Pacey having sex and that's when Jen comes in this is about Joey being there for Jen
1: you know which we don't right we rarely see totally totally you know and I, I it's great but um you know Joey's like you know she she's been thinking about how things are between her and her dad and she's just like wants to Figure out why they're like that, Mm -hmm. and she's just like, you know, I I came here for that. Yeah, and she's like, I'm gonna be
0: fine. I just have to meet you at the Mercer Hotel for at 8 p.m. for dinner.
1: (laughs) And Joey's like so flattered that Jen listened to her and like her (laughs) schedule. You were listening. So cute. (laughs) It is super cute. And Jen's like, you know, be careful out there. And Joey's like, I feel like I'm not gonna see you again. Yeah. And and Jen just like is, like you will and and turns and walks away. And Joey like hesitates for about a half a second and then <laughs> turns around and follows Jen. It's so cute. And it's like I'm I'm, like, a, I'm I'm your, your keeper. keeper. <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> it's so great. I just I do love it and I love this like I mean this is what I feel like we really miss out on. I was actually thinking for so long like Is this? I don't think it's the first time we've like this show has passed the Bechdel test, Mm -hmm. but like it's one of the first times that (laughs) it's passed the Bechdel (laughs) test. If I know, like two women talking to each other not about a guy. Um, Yeah, this show doesn't pass that all that much, and that is the lowest goddamn bar. I know. The and they're technically has. talking about Jen's dad, but. I yeah. mean, for a little bit, they talk about New York and they talk about right. like college and stuff. Yeah. So, like, yeah. They, no, no, I, I definitely agree with you. Yeah.
0: And I also think that, like, this is such a good experience for Joey because like she's so much like, I'm going to do it all on my own. I'm going to do things my way. And she was like going to go off and like do her day that she had planned. And then she's like, Oh, actually maybe like having friends and like investing in your friends is like something that will yeah. enrich life and in, in a way as well. So it's good totally. to watch Joey like realize that she doesn't have to do everything all by herself, you know?
1: And, like, my friend needs me, and I'm going to be there for
0: her. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Totally. So we see <laughs> this, like, small-ass town, and no mm-hmm. one is on the streets. It's very scary. Dawson <laughs> and Gretchen are walking through it, and it's like, oh, my God. If yeah, I walk like, six miles to get to this town, I I can't even I imagine could be like, I would do. Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's very like twilight zone it's so <laughs> like, scary yeah they're like this is twilight Z- is this the twilight zone no one is in this town <laughs> and they like walk over to irv's garage yeah and, and then like, we get this like classic <sighs>
0: old small town dude mechanic he just pops yeah. out like hey he's, like, this kind of like, chubby
1: dude yeah he's an like accent
0: and around? he's got like oil on his face <laughs> and you're <Sure>. like okay <laughs> And Dawson explains to them that the tire blew out and they need a a ride back. And Herb is like, oh, no problem. We've got, I've got hella tires here, but the ride back, ooh, that's going to be a bit of a problem (laughs) because you see this car, what does it call it? Eleanor Eleanor Roosevelt. Roosevelt. Yep. (laughs) He's, He's not like, running right now, and like you
1: know, that's the only car I got. <laughs> right, and Dawson's like, "All right, well, what if I helped you?" And I was just like, like "On what planet? On how is he gonna help? What planet? <laughs> so are you gonna help in this situation, sir?" It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Does it doesn't. Like, you could hand him tools, I guess,
0: but. Like- <laughs> But the guy would still have to like stand up and point to him which tool needed to be handed to him. <laughs> totally.
1: So um Okay. All Just right. go with
0: it. This is the twilight zone. This doesn't yeah. make any sense.
1: You know? Yeah, and Gretchen's can... like, All right, you do you, bro. I'm gonna go get us some food. <laughs> she yeah. walks off. Gretchen, Gretchen's the only one with good ideas right now. <laughs> she like, really is. Yeah. She really is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we then go back to New York where Jen and Joey walk into this like very nice office building yeah, and, and we see. Yeah. Linley on the title. So we see that her dad is like a named partner in the, this venture capitalist firm. Right. Um, exactly. And Joey's <laughs> like, okay, wait, you came all the way to New York to confront this man. And like. This might be one of the seminal moments of your life. Like, I understand this on a deep level. <laughs> We've already watched this happen to Joey. Yes. <laughs> and she goes, you know, this only happens once. So you like better take a second to think about what you want to say.
0: Yeah, yeah and jen nods and agrees and her face is all like silent and scared and like oh my god it's so incredible (laughs) yeah yeah this is
1: happening so we we then go over to the cafeteria where like pacey sees drew like flirting with some girls yeah and like they kind of exchange this like look of like you want to get out of (laughs) here
0: yeah well we he overhears some students talking about how like the quiz was super easy and they Mm -hmm. aced it you know Mm -hmm. and and he was looking over at drew like maybe we
1: should get the fuck out (laughs) of here you know totally totally. (laughs) and so you know they just it's a silent scene but they just like exchange this look and and we cut right to the bathroom of the office where it seems like jen might have like thrown up that's what it kind of looks like, but it yeah. doesn't make any sense, you know? She's just washing
0: her, like, throwing water on her face and, like, kind of yeah. breathing heavily. And, like, washing her like, mouth with a towel,
1: yeah. Yeah, and Joey's like, what happened? Yeah, she's like, what happened to you? Like, you know, and, <laughs> I mean, there is a moment where you're like, Joey, you've, theoretically, you've known this person for, like, three years. I know. And just now asking Now this you're, question. like,
0: curious, like, let's get deep, girl. Like, yeah. what? Okay. <laughs> Oh. but also like but like okay good good I'm glad you're yeah, asking because it's not a specific enough question you're like what ha- what do you mean what happened like what do you specifically want to know what happened Like, because hella yeah. shit happened to Jen you know yeah. Jen however knew the question what Joey mm-hmm. was asking I didn't mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and Jen's like I used to hate I used to hate Side, and I yeah. and I think it was just because I hated grams you know which is wild to admit but like <laughs> I didn't like her. And whenever my mom would make me like come visit, I would just like completely didn't want to go. And like mm-hmm. one time we were supposed to go and I just complained and fought the whole way to the train. And so my mom finally turned to me and said, Like, girl, if you don't want to fucking go, you can stay in town and spend the weekend with your father. And it's so sad. And Jen's just like and I and like the thought of spending the weekend with my dad, like I was so excited. I just yeah. really
1: loved my dad and then some lady comes in and interrupts them so she <laughs> like, so jen can't say anymore mm-hmm. about what happened they pick like leave. up their bags and leave and the yeah. lady say, like what are y'all doing here <laughs> the lady's like oh uh-huh some random teenagers in this with backpack corporate bathroom <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> i mean whatever it is new york <laughs> you might get used to seeing weird ass shit I mean in a
0: rich ass you know, I know I'm, offering, just but I'm just kidding I totally agree I was like what okay. <laughs> okay this lady definitely is like a Karen they'd be like what are you doing here you know? <laughs> yeah
1: totally she would ask to speak to the manager immediately yeah. <laughs> so we go to this back to this ghost town and Gret- Gretchen for walks some in...
0: reason the diner is filled with people even though it's a fucking filled. ghost
1: town yeah <laughs> and Gretchen's like coat walks in and it's like record scratch it's like <laughs> you know like <laughs> What is this lady doing? Yeah, <laughs> and she like tries to order stuff. The waitress is like, "What do you want?" Yeah, <laughs> like what the fuck? And <laughs> Gretchen's like, "I'll
0: take the tuna salad." And the lady's like, "We're out." Gretchen's like, "Chicken salad?" Nope.
1: No. <laughs> she's like, "Well, what do you have?" Salad? she's no. <laughs> Like, what is this? I know. Like, everyone's all hostile gretchen ends up ordering beef sandwiches and she's like oh like roast beef and the lady's like i mean sure (laughs) so who knows this is maybe mrs lovett's pie shop and she's getting human meat who knows oh Um, my god what if you went somewhere and you're like what sandwiches do you have and someone's like beef i would be like i'll have a side of fries thank you can i just get the bread thanks exactly
0: (laughs) and then gretchen's like in
1: two cokes and the lady's like we only have pepsi (laughs) so funny i know it's like you get nothing john Snow. <laughs> i know that's not the line don't come at me um okay so then we at the office we like go back to this to and jen's secret or jen's dad's secretary comes in and like tells like, him like uh there's two girls asking to see you
0: and one of them says they're your daughter which yeah. like fucking broke my heart because like your like assistant would like see a, f- they would know about your kids, you know, and they would like know a yeah. photo or whatever. Like my dad always had photos of me in my op- in his office, you know, yeah. and it's like when you go visit your like when I go visit my mom in her office and everyone would like know who I was oh, and yeah. know about me. And you're like, this is I have no idea who you are. But cool.
1: Yeah. Good to <sighs> meet <Ugh>. you. <laughs> oh, my mom's like next door office mate had like a play area for me to hang out in. Like that's how <laughs> right. much because my mom was basically a single mom. My dad worked mm. a, far away, yeah. so um, <laughs> so like I had to be at my mom's office a lot. And yeah, everyone knew me. Everyone. Yeah. Um. But but so okay. So Jen's dad is played by Don McManus, who is a that guy. To yeah, a t- he's a total that guy. Yeah, I was like, God, yeah. that guy's in hellish shit. What is that guy? okay so okay so sorry this guy is the one with 157 credits on imdb the the All director right. had a a bunch but not th- that many so uh-huh. yeah, yeah yeah um <laughs> so i just i just pulled a couple um uh-huh. the most re- of the most recent so he was on mom um, oh, the okay, Alice yeah. and janny show uh-huh. and then justified he did like a good arc on and then he did an episode of Zoe, Duncan, Jack, and Jane, which I feel like oh, I nice. I've never mentioned on this show, but I loved that show. No, you have. You, oh, I, I have. Think. Oh, good. <laughs> anyway, Faruza Balk and Selma Blair. Um, great show. Anyway. Uh, so I don't, Is it Faruza, Faruza Balk Balk, Balk, or it's that it's other Azura girl? Sky, Azura Sky. Azura Sky. Azura Sky. I was like, yeah, the Sorry. other girl who Their names like looks, her, yeah. look similar. And
0: they look similar, too. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they do. <laughs> they do um okay so jen and joey walk in and her dad's like gets this like real serious look and oh my god it's dark (laughs) and then like his
0: like his face like falls and then it like lightens up again like
1: oh jen And he like wraps her in this huge hug and calls her angel and is like, I'm so glad you're here. So performative. Mm -hmm. It's so scary. It's wild. Particularly because like Joey knows enough of the story to know that like why Jen got sent to Capeside. Yeah. You know, (laughs) and she would know that like her dad doesn't talk to her, you know? Right. Totally. And like, Joey I mean Joey gets introduced and she's like very polite, you know. Yeah. And he, she's like, "Hi Mr. Lindley." He's like, "Please
0: call me Theo." And I was like, yeah. "Oh, I got to chill down my spine. Like I know. I know this guy." He's like, "No, I'm such a good dad. I'm putting on this performance." And it's yeah. like, "This is your daughter's best friend. Who the fuck do you think you're fooling,
1: you fucking idiot?" Oh
0: my <laughs> god.
1: and joey like talks jen up she's like oh you know like we're here because i because he's like why are you guys what are you doing in the city and joey's like well i've never been to new york and jen got accepted to the university of new york like you know and she like talks her up as like all excited for her and it's so fucking sad because joey or
0: jen's dad theo had no idea (laughs) it's like you're trying to put on this performance that you're a good dad, and you <laughs> yeah, didn't even know right. that your daughter got accepted into these colleges. Like, this right. happened weeks ago, too. Yeah. You know, it's like, totally. Uh, you're not fucking fooling anyone.
1: Like, because right. <laughs> then he's like, oh, you know, whatever. Karen, whoever his assistant is, like, cancel my day and make reservations at the Westside Grill in 30 minutes. And Jen's like, you know, like, I don't think I need, like, <laughs> I'm
0: okay. Oh, no, we don't need to do this, Dad. Yeah. She, he's like, you were accepted into college. This is a huge accomplishment. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And like, you know, Joey kind of has this look like, okay, well, that, that happened. Like, this. <laughs> this is okay. wild. Yeah. Okay. She's just kind of like, we're I'm the keeper. We're going with this. Uh-huh.
0: Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, she's definitely trying to read the situation and mm-hmm. then read Jen, too. Mm-hmm. And it's like you know it's sad because you wish she knew jen a little bit better you know absolutely
1: so we go then to this loud divy bar which looks i'm sorry in the age of fucking coronavirus this i would i would pay like a 20 dollars cover <laughs> to go into this bar because <laughs> <laughs> like drew and pacey it's, walk in classic like port town dive bar for sure totally and Pacey says something about like never finding such a place of scum and villainy which I I was like that's got to be a quote from something and it's from Star Wars um, oh so okay okay. Just for any Star Wars fans out there uh, which you probably already knew and i'm not teaching you anything but for the rest <laughs> of us that was from star wars um and drew's like knows the bartender it seems or knows the owner yeah yeah
0: the bartender calls drew gilbert gilbert <laughs> and then gilbert like- <laughs> what's up and, and he's like-, like what
1: the fuck yeah and she and like they- slips all Exactly,
0: yeah. and he says to Pacey, "Like, just go with it, you know, just yeah, go yeah, with it." Yeah. And um, the waitress comes and sits down. He's like, "Gilbert, what's going on? Who's your friend?"
1: <laughs> <laughs> so fucking funny. And Pacey like gives her the ID, and like, you know, whatever she she takes their dr- oh Drew orders them three rounds of tequila, which sounds like a terrible idea. Um, oh <laughs> my especially at a bar like that can you imagine because oh. you're drinking oh. like cuervo like, or have. below yeah exactly low
0: cuervo without a doubt oh. Ugh. it's like plastic yeah. bottle tequila oh
1: no 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 no, but pacey does mention that the id that he has is a middle-aged asian man and he's like i don't i don't look anything like this <laughs> <laughs> he's like they don't care yeah they just oh. want to see something and then yeah. Drew goes into this, like, thing. And Drew slips the waitress a hundred dollar bill. Yeah, it's like, and it's keep like, them open coming. my tab. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then he goes into this big thing about how this quote-unquote saloon is near the local community college where Pacey is probably going to end up, which is apparently a bad thing. I know. <laughs> Okay. Okay. First of all, I don't find that to be true about bars around community colleges. I usually think they're actually pretty good. Um <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Um, I mean, no. the fact that the dive
0: bar has nothing to do with the fact that it may or may not be near the community college. Right. <laughs> like, no one in
1: this bar seems like they're going to community college. Yeah. Like, like those not, two not that there's are a type, like type exclusive but things, you
0: know, so it's yeah. like, okay, true. And also, like, it's again, this reinforcement. It's like, well, you're not going to a four year school, you're going to a community college and ill community colleges. Oh, that is so gross. You know, right. And it's fucking disgusting. <laughs>
1: it's just fucked.
0: Like, yeah, because the there's hell? other options a and b like what's wrong with going to community college like whatever
1: right and like you know pacey then like kind of opens up and is like you know when i was in school today i felt lonely because like everyone was gone
0: yeah and drew is uncomfortable with intimacy yeah <laughs> and he's like what well, was ditch day yeah, and just And like, Pacey kind of, like, snaps out of it and is like, oh, yeah, <laughs> we're not friends. Yeah. I do not want to get deep with Drew. This is yeah. not, like, you know... It's, like, this really sad moment where, like, you know, Pacey just wants a friend and he's like, okay, well, Drew is the only person here. And then right. he realizes, like, Drew's not a type of person to be friends with, you know? And it's really uh-huh. fucking sad. And then Drew also doesn't want to be friends with anyone. So he, like, cannot accept this intimacy. And he, you know... Yeah. And, and Pacey's like, actually... I'm not ready to have this conversation yet. And especially not with you.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Oh, and it's really sad because he's obviously like grappling with so much, but he doesn't even know how to put it to words yet.
1: Yeah. And I guess my question is for maybe for the show, not necessarily for Pacey, but like, why can't Pacey go to Boston? Like
0: I've been wondering that since episode
1: one of season four. Cause like, yeah. when joey gets drunk um, in my favorite episode of the season yeah. um, and he says i'm gonna go wherever you go so yeah. i they already
0: established the plan that wherever she goes to college he's going to go
1: right and like my thing is like first of all boston i'm sure boston has nine thousand colleges so like and i'm sure there's colleges. at least one community college <laughs> i'm yes. guessing there's more than one and um, if he doesn't <laughs> want to pursue school they also have jobs
0: like they have jobs Plenty of people in the U.S. don't go to college, and they somehow seem to have jobs. So, like, mm. I don't know what's going on here. And like,
1: Boston has working class jobs, like where you could presumably leave high school and just like go into a job there. Like, you know, there like there's a lot of shipping in Boston. There's like. Pacey's a boat guy it's a big yeah. port. like hello like, he
0: has tons of skills like you know he's he we, he's already established himself as a boat person
1: mm-hmm. you
0: know he can like manage finances enough to like live on a boat for three months with his girlfriend <laughs> so like right. he has enough skills that he could like pivot into something that like is totally reasonable you know yeah it just is like this absurd like assessment of the only option for a student that's graduating call- from high school you know mm-hmm. and like his and his like his trauma about it is like it's so sad because like you can tell like it's hard because you don't get the vibe that he ever thought that was what he was going to do right. go to
1: college
0: but so, so like many this, people are,
1: like, putting that pressure on him that he feels yes, like he, like, like, has to make this effort. This, like,
0: spiral that he's having this year is exclusively by outside forces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Because
1: Drew's, like, you know, I just wanted to, to you to know that, like, despite the aura of failure and loss, which, like, fuck you, um, mm-hmm. you're surrounded by good people, people the substance you know, like, these people in this bar, which, like, honestly, they seem fine, the people in the bar. um, Like, I just, my note here was just, like, why does anyone talk to Drew?
0: I don't know. And, like, that's I, the thing that I think about this episode, that, like, more highlights Pacey's, like, absolutely slide into you know, into total depression um, about his future because, like, he doesn't fuck with Drew. He doesn't. Mm -hmm. He started off the episode being like, you're not my friend. I'm not judging with you. I don't fuck with you. And, like, feeling... He admits, like, I felt completely lonely and alone at school. And so he's, like, getting, like influenced by a bad element like this is like mm-hmm. what afternoon specials are about you know <laughs> his total loneliness then he gets like into a gang or into right. a you know you know whatever and that's kind of what's happening is Drew's like hey come get wasted with me let's uh, keep the tequila flowing why don't you right. just like you know make these decisions that aren't right. really in your character you know
1: mm-hmm. yeah because then they toast to the future and start taking shots and it's like oh god hmm <laughs> <laughs> Listen, so... not, I've been there, but also those tequila shots are gonna
0: ooh, ooh. trouble, trouble. Yeah. We've all been
1: there, definitely. Yeah, we have. No, yeah. totally. Yeah, and
0: definitely in your youth, you're more likely to be like, I don't know, my life is crumbling. Why don't we just drink something? Because, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like that's the way our society is kind of set up. Yep. like well either you go to college or you get drunk at a
1: bar and you're yeah. like well if you set up that binary then like you know that's <laughs> kinda there, what happens the, I want to say that we both went to college and also got drunk in bars
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: true true true, true. true. Um, so, so we go
0: over to Dawson or like the truck is driving on the road and it's like this yeah. really cool old truck, old it's, truck it's like older yeah. than the Potter truck um, Yeah, and like Dawson's in there Irv's talking and we
1: see Gretchen's in there too and uh Irv's (laughs) just non-stop talking let like yeah incessant oh no at one point he calls Gretchen little girl and Mm -hmm. she does not punch him in the face which shows tremendous (laughs) restraint um and he's like I'll get your car all fixed up and Gretchen (laughs) because she's a smart person (laughs) she's like so how much is this gonna cost and Uh Dawson, like we're in a twilight
0: zone who the fuck is dawson he's like that's a rude question what wait what (laughs) that doesn't make any sense that makes (laughs) zero sense like what the fuck like you asked that right away so you can like figure out like if you need to figure (laughs) out how you're gonna get some money like oh my god what the fuck like this doesn't make
1: any sense none at all um
0: and okay irv
1: is like what <laughs> irv goes it's 60 dollars, and i was like that seems reasonable
0: <laughs> i know that's what i thought i was
1: like yeah okay you're
0: in a small town like a tire is like you know 100 bucks or you'd be used one for like 50 you know tires um, my
1: tires are 400 dollars a piece for all of them oh wow a piece so yeah Me. um <laughs> i mean like brand for brand new tires yeah they're like expensive um so he's like it's 60 for the tire and 20 for the service and i'm like oh, that, seems, that seems yeah, for totally ride, reasonable yeah, i know
0: i was like what this totally makes sense mm-hmm. and Dawson, <laughs> Dawson. Dawson's joss like 60 dollars <laughs>
1: what and like how just... much did you
0: think this was gonna cost <laughs> no, like no. what is happening you just gave away your spare
1: tire and like oh my okay just... <laughs> whatever and Go with it. he looks at Gretchen and is like honey give him the money so <laughs> so I have a few things what? Here. I have a few things didn't Dawson just inherit like $200,000 I mean <laughs> He inherited some money. He did give some to Joey. I'm not sure if he gave all. He inherited
0: enough money to pay for him to go to college and he's going to USC. So that's Mm -hmm. like, in my day and age, that was like $200,000. Right.
1: Yeah. So uh, I I had a different note, which was that there is no convincing me that Mitch and Gail have not given Dawson an emergency credit card for this purpose alone. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, he has it. He already remember they went to the Loveless Hotel. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> in season one, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, like, I had one that, like, I mean, my mother would well, be really if pissed did if did I it, used it. But you would like, but, ask you would call if you didn't have any money.
0: If you got a flat tire, like I would have called my parents anyways when I got to the the, the the you know tire the earth shop and be like. I don't know. I need to get a new tire. Like, what do I do? And then they would like pay for it over the phone, you know?
1: Yeah, give this guy a credit card. Totally. Yeah. So they, so of course. We're supposed to think
0: Dawson thought this guy was going to just give him a free tire.
1: Yeah. So we're supposed to think that they reached some kind of wordless agreement that because Dawson, quote unquote, helped with the car. And again, we're skeptical about how much Dawson could possibly help. Yeah. That and he just, like, worked off his, like,
0: thi- The like cost his... of a hire. Yeah. Exactly. That doesn't make any sense, Dawson. You it know, makes no like... sense. And so, Irv is just a normal person and just and stops the car and k- kicks him out. It's like, and it's like, bye. And Dawson's like, where's the generosity? And it's like, I mean, he's being pretty generous to give you a ride. Like that's yeah. the generosity. You still have to trade capital for this. Like this is totally like a white man being like, wait, you mean I have to pay for someone to clean my house? A woman doesn't perform that labor for free. Oh, mm. someone asked, I have to pay someone to cook for me. Some a woman doesn't perform that labor for free. Like right. this idea that labor should be performed for free is like such a
1: classic white man thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, amen. Um, <laughs> so then we go to the West side grill and Mr. Lindley, Theo Lindley, is in his goddamn element. Like, he is like ordering everyone yeah. drinks, not alcoholic. I mean, he's ordering himself an alcoholic drink, but. I know.
0: And then he's like, and then get her a Shirley Temple, which, like, oh, this guy is such a classic, like, creepy, like, stereotypical New Yorker, like, you know, Patrick yeah.
1: Bateman. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's basically James Vanderbeek's character in pose. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just the total dick her, he,
0: he uh, James Vanderbeek in, um rules of attraction Isn't oh yeah I Patrick mean that Bacon's too brother I think yeah, he's like yeah, yeah. brother um yeah and we see Jen just get completely yeah. small she just gets so small yeah. and she's like meekly is like dad and he's like what what and she's like, "Oh, nothing I forgot, yeah, yeah. and it's so sad to watch, you yeah. know her being this like completely different person." like we've seen her be three different people now she's the person she is with joey she's the person she was with typo and then the person she is with her dad right it's so sad
1: right and we and joey to her credit again like tries to take some of this tension away like she's like talking up jen you know she's like oh did you know that like jen got into five of the six colleges she applied to like And I wanted to say, like, this scene is just such a lesson in how women are trained to diffuse tension and, like, Mm -hmm. what a double-edged sword that is, because, like joey like i don't know there's a part of me that's like who has not been joey that like your friend uh-huh. like you get taken to a dinner with your friend and their parents and it's tense and you're like let me try to lighten this like i let know me try to like <laughs> and hey it's hard
0: because you don't know the unique dynamics of that family to know right. like specifically how to lighten the load
1: definitely <laughs> totally and then like you know but but also like you know there's i'm not trying to attack joey here but my question always is like why is her first reaction to like be like i must diffuse this tension mm-hmm. like that's such yeah. a trained thing and like i and i'm saying that because like instead i of, too am trained no, totally because to all women
0: do that instead of <laughs> yeah. being to jen like looking like specifically to jen like do you feel safe right now do you want to leave yeah and like <laughs> just like not really catering to like this man who is like really making jen feel uncomfortable right. um
1: right you know and, and i think that's kind of where we're starting to be at now in our in like yeah, it's our like centering lives centering the woman and so, yeah. you know being like you let's be stay like, in this situation and this. like yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and theo is just like oh really i mean that's great i only applied to one princeton It yeah. made it easier to choose you're <laughs> just like
1: <laughs> fuck you oh, god okay and then he's like, oh, he's like, you know, so- Jen, Jen has such great judgment. She's going to pick a great school. And I was just like, oh my, my God.
0: Oh my this God. Is- and he looks at Joey and he's like, so where are you headed? And yeah. she's like, um, Boston, I think. And he's like, come on. What about New York?
1: And it was like, yeah. Oh
0: my- oh and Joey's just God. like,
1: I-, I don't know. New York's like kind of big, like, you mm-hmm. know, particularly after leaving just Cape Side. And Jen's dad is yeah. like is like, it's amazing. I've lived here for thirty years, and it continues to surprise me every day. And there's this part of me that's like, yeah, I, I get that. I feel the same way about Los Angeles. Like, I've mm-hmm. lived here for sixteen years, and I feel that way. But like. Joey's just kind of like well like how you know it's funny because Joey totally shakes him she's
0: like oh really how and he's like stunned that someone would ask him to like follow up his words like you know he just says that because that's what other New Yorkers say without like you know like having to consider like what you love about it it's just like a way in which like you know he's just centering well I'm in New York so I'm good and you're like well okay well what about it is good and then it's like uh
1: uh 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 because like joey and jen i will say joey and jen exchanged this look at that moment uh where like joey kind of i feel like joey's look was kind of like okay i'm taking this pressure off of you are you like yeah okay or like yeah yeah yeah. and jen is like her face is like no i am not okay (laughs) i'm I'm not okay
0: (laughs) yeah it's bad and then Theo starts to talk about New York as it's like this romantic relationship he's like first there's the initial like hot love that you have and then there's like the lull where you just kind of settle in and you really know each other Mm. and then you know like it's just like then you fall in love all over again and that's when she really surprises me
1: (laughs) I just want to say that if I was going to describe Los Angeles I would say it's like a fungus which is that most people hate it for the first six months and then it grows on you <laughs> um <laughs> And I just I say like, that think love. that this is like,
0: yeah, totally. But it's like not really asking, like answering the questions. It's, it's like not answering specific, the question like, at all. What is to you that you love about it? You know? And he's just like, totally. you just fall in love all over again. Everything's about romance and what's sexy, yeah. you know, that kind of yeah. like business talk, like what's yeah. sexy about this? And you're like nothing. It's fucking business. You know, like why <sighs> do we put sex on the table about everything?
1: <laughs> right. Um, and, and it's so funny. Cause like, I think there's so much to love about New York, even as someone who doesn't live there, like New York is a wonderful city. And, like, I think that someone who truly does love New York, you know, any of my friends who live there, I think, could tell you why they love New York. Yeah, no,
0: I think if you're living anywhere, you could tell people what you love about it. Like, that's, you know, like, I was just in, like, Arizona and people were like, I just love that we're so close to the trees and the red rocks and whatever. I'm like, that's fucking amazing. I love that you love where you live what a privilege yeah. that's amazing you know yeah. i think that you should like especially in new york if you're paying all that money you should have you should real reasons it.
1: why you love it exactly absolutely.
0: um
1: life's like, too short to
0: like be miserable
1: <laughs> yeah jen just looks so sick in this whole scene like she looks like bad yeah so yeah
0: and it's sad because just like to see like you just see how like maybe jen's uncomfortable to like show joey this part of her life that her dad is this total performance artist
1: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah maybe um we go to dawson and gretchen though and now it's dark Mm-hmm. And, okay, so, like, I, I want to push on Gretchen a little bit because she, like, keeps trying to make Dawson figure this out. <laughs> yeah. And there's a part of me that's, like, I get it. When you haven't traveled a lot, like, and you haven't, like, fucked up and, like, been, like, mm-hmm. oh, God, I got to figure this out now. Mm-hmm. Like, you do have to learn how to do that, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, whomst among us hasn't slept through uh, your flight taking off in Hawaii or... And or
0: like yeah we've all made some missed a a train in rome or like
1: sprinted through the roman the roman um train station because you thought (laughs) you were 20 minutes early but your train actually leaves in one minute and 30 seconds um those are real examples from both of our lives sure (laughs) without a doubt without a
0: doubt we've all done that you know and we've all been in this situation like what are we gonna do you know yeah and like oh shit i think I guess to me, I feel like Gretchen has a plan, but she's just like, I want Dawson to struggle a little, especially since like, This is what he wanted to get out of this trip. You know, he wanted the spot. And he wanted the story to tell, you know.
1: Yeah. What's funny is that I had to remind myself that Gretchen is 21 because I'm like, girl, if it even came close to looking like we're sleeping out here, I would be like, I have a credit card. We're going to a hotel. (laughs) Call me a fucking taxi. Like, I (laughs) know. But how would you call it? I know. I mean, I hear you, but, (laughs) but like... I don't know. I would figure it out.
0: I mean, to me, it's weird that they walked back to the car and not back to town. To be honest. I hear you. I hear you. (laughs) Like, what are you going to do at a car with no tire and no phone? Like at least in town, there's a phone and potentially hotel or something else. something. Yeah. But I'm
1: more of a a seasoned traveler than both of these people. I'm sure. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Same, same. And anyway, Gretchen's like, you know, you don't get to have your sandwich till you fix this situation, which is kind of fucked. Like, let this man eat He'll he's like i decisions. haven't
0: eaten all day yeah. i felt like it was cute like um yeah. but yeah it's fucked up but yeah i was like gretchen We're come like, on girl teasing him he's like i can't think of anything and she's like well you're not gonna eat then <laughs> then he says the most incredible line mm. he's like we'll just walk back to town and i'll have my parents wire us money oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and gretchen's like multiple questions <laughs> A, do you know what wiring money is? And B, what about that town did you see that I didn't see that made you think there's a 24 hour Western Union? And like, fair points, Gretchen. All valid, was, all valid. Oh, yes. She's teaching them some real lessons. Like, exactly, exactly. Totally.
0: It doesn't make any sense, you know? No, totally. So we go back to the bar and Pacey and Drew are like definitely drunk and they're playing some kind of game for money. There's money all over the table. Yeah. they're And cards. then like we don't know why, but the bartender walks over and he starts talking and he's like, Hey Dave, what's going on? What's up Dave? And Pacey's not paying attention, but that's his fake name from his ID. <laughs> and, um, and he's like, like, Oh yeah. Hey, what's up?
1: Yeah. I mean, you can tell that these guys are both drunk. Drew and yeah. Pacey. Yeah. And, like, Drew starts out with, like, a girl on his lap, like, possibly a waitress on his lap. <laughs> it's like Yeah, yeah, very... I think
0: it's the waitress from earlier. Yeah.
1: And, like, basically, like, this owner guy is like, okay, we're, like, we're done here. Like, we're... This I is... don't
0: know why he doesn't just make him leave, you know? Yeah. It's
1: weird, like, this whole, like... <laughs> run
0: around he does He's like now I'm gonna like acknowledge you have a fake ID when I could just like make you leave acknowledging you have a fake ID actually pushes liability onto me for serving minors you know anyways why am I overthinking this and he's like (laughs) so Dave you're from Rhode Island right and Pacey's like oh yeah yeah yeah. born and raised (laughs) and he's like so what what brought you here (laughs) and Pacey's like what we just just wanted to come just to come drink yeah and the bartender's like, no, no, no. I meant specifically like what
1: highways <laughs> brought you here? And he just like starts saying names, you know, he's like, oh, it's so the- funny because it's like John a foreign Adams language. highway. <laughs> yeah. It was someone from
0: Southern California the way we talk about free well first of all we call them freeways i don't not everywhere does that and that is also a foreign word we talk Mm -hmm. about freeways we call the and the number and if it's exclusive to southern california and if you go anywhere else they stare at you blankly and they don't know what the fuck you're talking about and even if you're like the freeway the freeway 40 they it i've been Mm. i've been in trouble so many times
1: Mm because we don't talk like this no. Well, Inter- it's like a name, Paul Revere Highway. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's funny because LA used to have the name. So my dad, who grew up in LA, used to call, like, he would be like, Oh, did you get on the Pasadena Freeway? Right. And I would be like, The 110? Yes, I got on yeah, it. Yeah. And then what's also yeah. funny is that for That's me, the thing is they, some sorry. of them do, like BCH
0: and Pasadena Highway. They, some of them do have names. Yeah.
1: Well, they all do but have are, names, like, but we don't necessarily ones. use them. <laughs> Like the four hundred five is like the the um what is it? Well, the five is the Golden State Freeway. Like there's there are freeway names on all of them, but like um, I was some. Of them. I don't so, think all of them.
0: Only some of them.
1: Well, so the one hundred one. So what's funny is that as a person from the Bay Area, I get on the freeway from my house at the one hundred one. I get on the one hundred one, mm-hmm. and I get off one hundred one yeah yeah they don't say that, <laughs> yeah but you I, say highway I get off right I get on the five and I get off five. no, we just say the numbers uh, mm-hmm. in Northern California, mm-hmm. so like are you going to if you're going to Oakland you take eight eighty you don't take it's not right. the Nimitz, which is like technically the name of the freeway, the Nimitz mm-hmm. um my grandfather calls it the Nimitz um and but you don't say the eight eighty it's just 880 yeah mm-hmm. yeah um anyway so that was a california freeway talk. lesson from <laughs> julia and aaron yes <laughs> i know you all were dying and, for that
0: so <laughs> it was just funny i was like cracking up like i would never say any of those things and if someone said that to me i wouldn't know anything that they I meant just <laughs> saying weird
1: numbers yeah exactly yeah. Oh, I need oh, to look at a map. Thank the you the ninety-five <laughs> to the two to the seven. Um
0: <laughs> so the bartender's like, the hundred bucks have been spent, I don't know any of those highways. Yeah, bye. <laughs> yeah. And Pacey's like, Oh yeah. And he stands up
1: to and like he's get like, in the guy's Are face. Callin-
0: Are you calling yeah. me a liar? <laughs> yeah and then you just... and it gets like a tense for a beat, and then him and Drew just burst out laughing, <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> listen, I'm not saying that I haven't seen these boys like this in a bar, not saying I haven't been this in a bar mm-hmm. um <laughs> so we've all mm-hmm. been there, yeah, yeah.
0: Anyway, we go. Just kick them out. I don't know. This yeah. guy's like escalating for no reason. As yeah. a bartender, it doesn't seem realistic. It seems no. like you would de-escalate it in a different always,
1: way. Always. Always. So we go to this restaurant and Jen and Joey are alone now. And, you know, Jen's dad like basically comes up to them and is like, oh, I'm sorry. I got to go back to the office. <sighs>
0: <laughs> and he's like, but don't, it's all paid up. And like, you know, just order whatever you want. I'm sure yeah. you you haven't had enough good food yet, Joey. And like, and then he like opens his wallet and hands up some cash to Jen. And he's like, and just show her a good time. Yeah. And we get the vibe. This is, this is her dad's, what he does. He like shows up and he's like, I'm going to be a good dad. And then He just bounces. Says he has work to do.
1: Yeah, he gives you money and then is like, maybe that'll buy my your love. Yeah, yeah. and Jen just looks.
0: Admitted, I. It's you know, it's more important that I go, you know, celebrate this than work. But now I'm going to pretend like it's not really important. Right? Yeah.
1: Jen just looks fucking crushed. Yeah, she starts crying. Yeah, and and then we cut. Like, I think there's a commercial um break and jen has taken joey up to this rooftop and she's like pointing out all the places in new york including in case you forgot what time period this was set in the world trade center oh yeah she's like oh that's like that's wall street you can see the world trade center <laughs> and you can kind of see it in the shot and i was like oh damn that oh yeah that absolutely. hits that's why that it's different yeah and um, then just a few months later it was gone yeah just a few months later totally um and Jen just like has this moment of like god I, I like I really love this town like I do love it and, and Joey's, Joey's just, like, like
0: shook and yeah. she's just like thank you yeah thank you like this is amazing and this is mind-blowing and like yeah. you blow my mind too Jen
1: yeah Like, she's so sweet. Jen's or Joey's just like, man, like, thank you for showing me this. And Jen's kind of like, man, New York's better on the street level, but at least you can see the stuff, you know, up here. And Joey's just like, thank you so much. And then we get, we're supposed to get this Wallflower song here called Letters from the Wasteland
0: this is when i was like this song is not the real one i know i didn't know what the real song was
1: yeah but
0: i like there's no way this was on Dawson's creek in 2001
1: no no jacob dylan bob dylan's son was supposed to be here and jen like jen thanks joey for coming with her she's like i really needed you and i'm like yeah i'm glad you're here and joey says you know i know I, you know, it's okay. And, and I just like, love these friends.
0: Yeah. It's like, we're always wishing that we could see them be friends like this. And like, when we get it, we're like so thirsty for it. Like what we could, why (laughs) couldn't we
1: have a whole series of this? And like, that's the thing, right. Is like, I really wish we could have a whole series of this because I don't think it takes away from the Joey and Pacey storyline um any of the storylines to have joey and jen even joey and jack as like bffs like Mm -hmm. it doesn't take away for joey to also be jen's friend and so i really know yeah it makes and even the whole
0: situation with you know dawson and and joey like it wouldn't make a difference if her and jen were friends um yeah, exactly. it's really sad that we have to watch like so little of like them being like really good friends, especially at a show that's like targeted towards Teen teenage girls.
1: girls. Mm-hmm. So we get some shots of the city, like nice shots. And then Joey kind of like we see Joey kind of ask Jen for the ending to the story um, mm-hmm. after her mom left her at Grand Central, you mm-hmm. know. And Jen tells and this Jen's just
0: like, oh, she's like, I just spent the weekend wandering the city like walking by myself yeah and joey asked like Joey's where did you like, sleep <laughs> fair question yeah totally and she's like the first night i slept in a parking lot uh-huh. that i used to see walking home from school which like ooh, that <sighs> one like stabbed me in the heart yeah. because it's like did jen not have friends then
1: doesn't seem like she did not not good friends yeah. that she could go to their houses yeah
0: yeah and she was like the second night i slept in a vip room
1: of a club called purgatory <laughs> which you we, we finally have left <laughs> i know aaron's now in the van like, i know <laughs> i get to somewhat see people a little in the vaccinated Seriously. I know. Um, And to our American, American privilege, we know Yeah, we
0: know we're hopefully going to end the patents on the vaccine so that we can yeah. get it to the rest of the world. Um, we're putting
1: some pressure on this Biden administration about that.
0: Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Um, And then she says that the last night she slept in the dorm room of a guy I met at a bar and Joey to her credit looks properly horrified by that. <laughs> Like, <laughs> I know.
0: Thank God she's finally realizing that this is trauma yeah. that Jen has, not, like, whatever, like, you know, purity culture that Joey has. And it's mm. – I wonder if, like, now that Joey's on the other end of the divide, since she's no longer a virgin, if that's mm. why she's able to, like, have a more, like, nuanced uh, observation of this.
1: Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Um, It's hard for me to say, like – if that wisdom does come or doesn't come with virginity loss, like I don't know that I could really suss that out. But like, I think part of it is Joey realizing that like sex is kind of not the end all be all.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that Joey's dismantling like her own like misogyny and purity mm-hmm. culture within her is. Because now that she's, like, no longer, quote, pure, <laughs> you know. And so that's, mm-hmm. like, giving her, like, a different assessment of the situation. Um, Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, Joey asks, like, why didn't you go home and be with your dad? And Jen tells us, like, I did. <laughs> and mm-hmm. then and then she looks at Joey and she's like, you know, I, I really – I have to go. And
0: Joey's like, okay, I know. Yeah. But, like uh, – are you going to be
1: okay? They ask each other. They check in with each other. Jen's like, are mm-hmm. you going to be okay? Like in New York, you know, it's a big city all by yourself. And Joey's like, I'll be fine. Are you going to mm-hmm. be okay? Mm-hmm. And Jen says, yeah, maybe for the first time. Ugh. I know. it's. <laughs> I know. It's the scene like breaks me and also gives me everything. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's, because, it's like, such a well done scene.
0: I know. And like you're saying, like, you know, how like Joey's like diffusing the situation and she learned that like that didn't work. Now it's more of like, no, you look at the person who's being hurt and you say, Are you okay? Mm-hmm. How can I make you feel safe? Um
1: and like, yeah. And the and like Joey's just like, Look, I still have this like feeling that we're never gonna see you again. Like, what's going on? And and Jen's like, We'll see yeah and so i don't know what that means like i don't know if it's just that joey thinks jen's going to disappear back into new york or that she's going to like go throw herself off the brooklyn bridge or something like that but like i I mean i guess i definitely think that joey's worried that she's going to stay
0: in new york especially Mm -hmm. since jen just revealed that she was comfortable like you know being homeless at least at Mm -hmm. some point in her life but like Mm -hmm. Also, like, what we see maybe towards the end of the episode, which is kind of a spoiler, is that, like, Jen does change. So, like, we're not, Joey's not going to see, like, that Jen, mm-hmm. you know, that holds a lot of trauma about, like, her her past, like, sexual abuse. Um, mm-hmm. So we're going to see a different Jen. Mm-hmm. Um, but Joey says to Jen, like, the train leaves at 11. You, you have to make it. We need you back in Cape Side. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. It's like the Joey's first acknowledgement that like Jen is such an important person to her and like she needs her, you know, it's like it like reminded me of um, her being like, I need him, you know, mm-hmm.
1: like her being like, I need you. Um, yeah. 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 I mean, in a certain way, it's kind of Joey's love letter to Jen, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So we go back so, then to Dawson and Gretchen. Which somehow they're on a beach and they've set a bonfire yeah uh-huh and Gretchen's like I take back every shitty thing I said today you made a fire it's amazing <laughs> and I'm like Gretchen girl raise this bar a bit because you're about to sleep on a cold like, beach <laughs> on the one without a blanket
0: I don't know if they had blankets if you didn't they have had a blanket underneath them <laughs> okay like it's like like I always have blankets in my car because you don't know if you're going to go to the beach or a picnic or whatever, but Mm -hmm. like not everyone does that. I don't think, you know, so like Dawson doesn't have a spare tire. So what like provisions do you think are in his car?
1: (laughs) Yeah. I always have blankets in my car too, because I feel like in LA, you never know when you're going to end up at an outdoor movie. Um, yeah
0: no, you just like i think every angelino has a few blankets in their car because you just never fucking know you yeah. might like go picnic somewhere like yeah. i don't know you end up somewhere where you're like okay we're gonna be outside we're gonna do this yeah i have those blankets but, uh, we bought in mexico
1: like i just always have like exactly. a couple of those yeah exactly yeah so gretchen says that to dawson that what he did is extremely sexy and i was like okay gonna <laughs> gonna try to get past this um (laughs) like
0: on the one hand it's funny because like he's doing like something like traditionally manly you know so she's like reinforcing that like you know, side that we don't traditionally see of Dawson of him doing like traditionally manly things by being like, you're so sexy, (laughs) which is like a weird take on it. Yeah, you started a fire that's so manly, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. and then Dawson like can't really handle it. He's like, well,
1: I was in Boy Scouts for two years. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, well, um, I have to say but, yeah. there was one time that I was camping with two of my gay male friends and uh-huh. we were so bad at th- at doing the fire that someone uh-huh. from a different campsite literally came and like gave us like provisions you. to start a fire. Amazing. That's so <laughs> He was sweet. like I cannot watch this anymore. <laughs> and I we were all like I'm humiliated we like, for you. <laughs> <yeah. man. laughs> we were like 17 and we were all like, oh God. <laughs>
0: really he brought us
1: booze yeah it was fun yeah Um, so nice (laughs) it was very nice anyway so like you know they start kissing and Mm -hmm. and like they they kind of like start getting
0: really making out like it's definitely like escalating and Gretchen's like wait wait a minute Mm. um what's like going on with you
1: Mm mm-hmm and Dawson uh, says, like, you know, today's a perfect example of how the reality of life conflicts with the illusions that we have of life supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And he's like, which I I actually really like, right? I like this idea that, like, actually, and I think you and I know this because we've traveled so much and we, like, you know, fucked up so <laughs> much in our lives. that, like, yeah. That we're like, actually, that stuff is the stuff that makes it interesting. Like, yeah.
0: There's like, we, my best friend and I always say it's type two fun. Yeah. You know, where you like, like when you're climbing on temples in Cambodia, like can't breathe because it's like 2000% humidity and a hundred degrees, you're mm-hmm. like, not going to enjoy it right now. But when I look back upon it, I'm like, damn, mm-hmm. that was so cool. That mm-hmm. was so fun. You
1: know, it's like I mean, type two fun. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I That's funny that you say that because I have a similar one of a, a rickshaw driver in India. Mm-hmm. dropping me and my friend steve off at a temple and being like at, but he it was at the bottom of a mountain and pointing to the top right. of the mountain and being like it's up there i'll see you when you back come back down and <laughs> like, and then halfway up the like 9000 steps that I, we had to go on up this mountain uh-huh. when i used to be a smoker um <laughs>
0: like and your ice water you bought at the bottom is now tea water <laughs>
1: it, well it started monsooning Oh so, God! <laughs> so we're literally like, <laughs> and then Steve got attacked by a monkey because he had a bag full of pomegranates. I mean, it's just like a mess. But a mess. it is a great story. Now, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: like, and you think about it, just laugh. I your think about it all lot, the time. You know? I'm
1: like, God, that was a great time. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And it's anyway, like, yeah, it so. is a good assessment. And this is like Dawson's journey for this this year and this mm-hmm, season. Is that mm-hmm. like? He likes to control the narrative. He likes to write the script and pretend uh-huh. like that's what's really happening. He writes the characters. He writes the script. He writes the art direction. And then, like, that, that's, like, a childish thing. And, and like, as he's growing, he's like, ooh, maybe that's just kind of, like, not – you can't do that for your life. Like, mm-hmm. people aren't the characters you write for them. Like, your life doesn't, like – it's not, like – it's not just going to happen the way you've completely imagined it. Um, And that's okay, you know? And like, like it's like, he still has like a positive spin on it, which is authentic to Dawson, you know? Mm
1: -hmm. And he's like, you know, I still think that everything should be perfect all the time. And then he says this thing, which kind of seems like it's out of nowhere.
0: (laughs) Oh my God. This, like, I couldn't. Like, why did the
1: show have to do this to
0: James Vanderbeek too. Yeah. Like your storylines can only be about Joey. It's so yeah. annoying
1: because he says, "I still think that Joey and I should have slept together for the first time."
0: <laughs> <sighs> I and like. He's like I, but I, now I realize I have to let that go. And you're like, now you've been dating Gretchen for like what six, seven months,
1: and J- Joey's been like not with you for like a year. I mean, like Joey's you, been like with Casey in a way that you've known for a year and you two haven't dated in like two years two years yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and he's like you know it's time for me to let that go there's like so much ahead of me college the new baby you and Gretchen's kind of like I mean (laughs) what are you saying (laughs) which (laughs) fair
0: fair you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah what is he saying like I don't know it's hard like like I said on the previous episode, like I like that he kind of admits to her that he's like feeling conflicted about like how he used mm-hmm. to feel about Joey. Like I think that you need to make space for your past in your, mm-hmm. you know, new relationships. But this is like across the line, I think. Like, you know, like he's he's having complicated feelings about something that he said to Gretchen like he felt fine with and that he was over with. <laughs> and like now it's changed now that Joey admitted she's not a virgin, which is like I don't know it's super bizarre
1: and it just doesn't make sense to me totally because like he seems to be saying that now that Joey lost her virginity to Pacey like he needs to lose his as soon as possible Mm -hmm. like that kind of sounds like what he's saying but also maybe that's not what he's saying because it's very unclear what he is saying because he still potentially
0: at some point could lose his virginity to Joey like I don't that's you know what I mean (laughs) like it's like I don't know if that's what you've imagined, like there's still a way in which that maybe at some point in the future could happen. Sure. um, And, and Gretchen, he looks at Gretchen, he's like, I'm in love with you. And I don't really know what we're waiting for anymore.
1: Yeah. And Gretchen says, neither do I. And I just said to Gretchen, like, get it. Even if it's Dawson. Yeah. Get it, like, go for it, lady."
0: Yeah, I mean, she laid all this energy and work of, like, dating a nice guy and kind of dating out of her character, like, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe her, like, quote unquote type. So, like, see if you like it, you know, go for it, whatever. And they, like, start making out again. And you're, like, in 2001, like, oh, shit.
1: (laughs) shit. Right. And we go then, of course, to New York. Where Jen is presumably at her parents' house, and like, holy fuck, this house. I know.
0: It's like, it's it's, a house, not even an apartment. Yeah, (laughs) it's basically
1: like Miranda Miranda Priestley's house from (laughs) The Devil Wears Prada. Like, it is a nice ass (laughs) house. (laughs) And she goes to her dad's study where seemingly he's passed out after drinking too much scotch.
0: Yeah, and there's a fire, and she walks in and she's like, I took a cab here. And I had the idea of announcing I wasn't returning to Capeside and I, I put my bags down and thought maybe there wasn't that you weren't there. And yeah. he kind of looks at her and he's yeah. like, wait, what? And we're like, wait, what? And,
1: and we she's, realize
0: she's like talking about the, the past when she was a kid she's been
1: telling us about. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, you know, I heard something and it was like a, like a, what is she, she doesn't say moan but basically that's what she heard whimper. a whimper she says yeah. a whimper yeah
0: and she's and like she's... and then i heard it again mm-hmm. and i recognized it as Annie Sawyer and her dad's like what are you talking about who's mm-hmm. that you know mm-hmm. and he's like she's like the neighbor downstairs who like i was she, she was probably like my
1: age now okay so and either 17 or 18 yeah i just want to make that clear
0: yes not a woman not a lady or whatever the description said not a A child not yet
1: a woman Mm
0: -hmm. yes (laughs) and And also someone who's just a few years older than his fucking daughter yeah
1: and Jen's like you know look she was my favorite person and her dad's like oh was she in our apartment and Jen's like you fucker like you were having sex with her yeah
0: you left the door open yeah and theo's like you need to talk to someone
1: about this yeah you need help and then jen says (laughs) like, she's like you know and i left and i disappeared onto fifth avenue and like after that things were bad between us and then her dad gaslights the fucking shit out of her
0: i know oh my god
1: (laughs) i was like whoa yeah like you see how she finds comfort with men that gaslight her (laughs) yes you do because she because he's like you've imagined something that happened a long time ago and jen's like just like devastated by that Mm -hmm. you know like that and and like which is great character growth that she's actually devastated and just doesn't take what he says on face value yeah and she's like you know who are you like you yeah and
0: he's like i'm your father and again i've said this before but like the way we define father like i just define it differently this guy Mm -hmm. has never been a father to her no way i mean
1: mitch leary is more of a father to her than fucking this dude you know yeah
0: i mean her grandfather more of a father and he was in a coma (laughs) the whole time right
1: and jen's like you knew like you knew that i saw you And she's like, Uh, my life got uglier and messier, and you sent me away, and you made me feel ashamed, and you punished me for these things that were beyond my control, because I was standing in the doorway.
0: And you never said anything. Mm -hmm. And he starts to stammer, and she's like, no. Yeah. i don't need a confession i don't need an apology uh-huh. all i need to do is to fucking
1: forgive myself for the things i cannot change yeah she says i don't have to forgive you i just have to forgive myself that's which is just right. like oh my god fire yeah that's yeah. amazing yeah and she says goodbye daddy <sighs> okay so Love you i, I want to take some inventory erin so mm-hmm. Jen was raped when she was mm-hmm. about twelve, mm-hmm. seemingly raped multiple times and assaulted multiple times after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when she was sixteen, she was sent away because her parents found her with her boyfriend, whose age Who was- made whose age made what they were doing statutory rape. Mm-hmm.
0: In in their bed and in their house, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And then her mom came to Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. To try to make things right and instead confess that she had gotten pregnant as a teen and mm-hmm. given the baby up for adoption. And but now we'd we rather
0: f- be rich than be a, a parent.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And now we find out that her dad knew that she walked in on him cheating on her mom and sleeping someone with a with, minor. in sleeping someone who, with who, whose age may or may not const- constitute statutory rape because I don't know if Jen's 17 or 18. It's. Mm-hmm. It's too young. It doesn't matter. It's fucking Mm -hmm. gross no matter Mm -hmm. what. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, No matter what the legality is, it's fucking gross. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm like, this girl has been through fucking shit. I know. Listen to all that shit that she's been through. She deserves everything. She deserves the world. She deserves all the happiness and joy.
0: I know. You want to know what I thought the first time I saw this? Hmm. This was Jen... She's like, they couldn't say it on TV, but they were implying that her dad raped her. Interesting. Interesting. Because like when we were this age, like Loveline was huge. And it was like Mm. every time someone would call in, there was like a sexual, like whatever. (laughs) They would always be like, what happened in your past? And it was just like the first time I realized that like so like the amount of sexual trauma that young people have like at the hands of family members. Um, because you don't really learn about that. You know, if it didn't happen to you until you're like older, Mm -hmm. um, which is really sad, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, like, so that I was like, is this what she's saying? Is that like the reason why she had all this sexual trauma is because her dad raped her? I mean, that's interesting.
1: I because really honestly, I
0: don't see how this is such a big event, to be real.
1: Right, right. And I don't think I don't think the thing that you're suggesting is something that they would have ever shown on, uh-huh. particularly on the WB. Like,
0: it's like, yes, of course, it would be traumatic to walk in your dad having sex with a 17 or 18-year-old, no doubt. I'm not saying right. it's, it wouldn't be. But I don't know if that would, like, really make you descend into the amount of trauma that she had happened to her. You know what right. I mean? Mm-hmm. But, like, what do I know? I don't know. I, I'm not going to, like judge someone if that's all that it was but
1: still yeah I know. yeah that's interesting but I also think that like I also think that there's like this way in which like even, even if that if what you're suggesting like isn't the case okay mm-hmm. and like she sees him being you know unfaithful mm-hmm. and with someone who's like Possibly, it's possibly illegal that this person, mm-hmm. you know, that he's sleeping with or that mm-hmm. he's in the case yeah. of, of illegality, it's raping this like person.
0: Her yeah. friend, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. regardless of age, someone that she looked up to and Schleier's it friend. Yeah. It's such a disservice to this story that we don't know if this happened before she was 12 or after she was 12.
1: <laughs> I agree. I agree with that. And like, and I think that there's this way in which, like, what's implied to me too is that her father once he knew that she knew like basically Mm -hmm. was doing everything he could to ostracize her from this family yeah yeah like that's i mean that's fucked and you know her acting out because she had seen something like that like to me that's like yeah Mm -hmm. that makes sense like you act out you know
0: and then your Um, dad ostracizes you you know mm -hmm, which would make you act mm -hmm. out even more exactly it's um, so gross, and like I still, you're like, so your dad, your mom would rather stay with this situation, right? With this piece of shit.
1: yeah. Oh my gosh, like her trauma, I don't even know either. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, <laughs> totally. But. So, um, we cut then to Pacey in the back of a cop car. Um, mm-hmm. Drew is outside puking. of it puking <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Doug like rolls up and is like pissed that it's his brother like yeah he's like fuck and then Paisley gets out of the car to talk to Doug and like Doug he's is like what are you gonna do arrest dick. me yeah
0: yeah. and Doug's just like I'm just curious what are you doing you're already a fucking loser and a failure so you're gonna add drunk to the list and it's like, it's hard after watching, like, kind of Jen maybe get this closure about, like, her trauma and how, like, yeah. it was, like, her family enforcing this really fucked up shit on her. Uh-huh. And she's able to get, like, some closure in, like, her own terms on that. But then the next scene, we see Pacey still in the depths of, like, his family just being the most traumatic and fucked up to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because,
1: like... You know, I think, like... Pacey... Pacey shoves Doug and yells at him. Yeah. And, like, he's like... But also, like, their father is a drunk. So... Yeah. You know, like, uh, is it... It's... I mean... You know, Pacey's a fucking teenager who got picked up being drunk. Like, I -hmm. mean, whomst among us. Um, (laughs) You know... (laughs) Has not at least had a run-in um, exactly. <laughs> about that, <laughs> um, and whomst among us has not benefited from our personal white privilege and not been exactly. arrested when we definitely should have been mm-hmm. mm, more than once, uh, and and so you know, Pacey, like fucking. Well, uses I don't it. think anyone should be arrested for. Drinking I don't think so either, it. but like, <laughs> but if we're if we're talking about. Uh, you know, you know what I'm talking about. That like yeah, there have yeah, been yeah. multiple times where we have been our... the
0: beneficiaries of her privilege,
1: yes. <laughs> because like, uh, if we weren't white kids, like our the, these cops would have arrested us for public intoxication mm-hmm. and yeah, you know, tried to ruin our lives. Yes, and quite frankly, you know, we were publicly intoxicated, so mm-hmm. you know, not that that's a that's a bullshit charge, but like we were, <laughs> so, um. So anyway, Pacey like shoves him and is like, you know, this is it for me. Like, don't you fucking get it? This is my whole life. This is all I get. And (sighs) that's hard, man. Oh my gosh. It's so hard to
0: watch Pacey like all alone on this downward spiral. He's so alone he has to hang out with Drew. It's so devastating.
1: It is so devastating. And like, cause Doug kind of goes to hug him, you know, like and Pacey like pushes him off and like walks away. It's like, fuck no, I don't want that. And, like, yeah, I mean, it's interesting because I did, for the first time, like, see this when I was – you just said it, but, like, I was, like, scrolling through the Dawson's Creek Tumblr tag because I do that sometimes. And um, and someone was talking about, like, Pacey's depression. And, like, you know, I think, like, I had never kind of framed it that way before. But, like, you are watching this kid just think he is worthless.
0: Yeah. You know. And everyone reinforcing it. especially every man in his life yeah. like all the male teachers just are pieces of shit to him his dad's mm-hmm. a piece of shit his brother's a piece of shit dawson's a piece of shit to him uh-huh. Uh-huh. you know he tries to open up to drew jo- drew is like he doesn't pacey doesn't trust drew but like he, that's how low he is he's like well i need to, to confide in someone maybe this
1: asshole like it's so sad to see yeah no i agree it's fucking horrible um and we go then to Gretchen and Dawson and Gretchen's like she says I want to make love to you which is just like my least favorite term. <laughs> <laughs> and so I had to like I, I paused for a second I was like take a breath. <laughs> Deep breath. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And she's like she admits she loves him too mm-hmm. and she's like I just don't want to go there to prove something to you like you know I don't want you to just have to prove something Dawson I want us to go there because we love each other and we want to prove what that means to each other
1: right I mean I will say Gretchen like also just admitting that you don't want to have sex on a beach because it's the fucking most horrible thing on earth like that's also fair yeah Yeah.
0: (laughs) Um, and also like I don't know Dawson is
1: prepared I don't know like (laughs) you know like Mm -hmm. i don't know what's going on here dawson go to the free clinic yeah exactly yeah
0: so he wasn't at the ski lodge so we don't know what's in his wallet
1: (laughs) sure exactly but I I'm like a little on the fence about this because there's a part of me that is like every single one of these teenagers seems to have a way more self-control than I did as a teenager like there's so many of these instances where I'm like <laughs> how did you not sleep with that person <laughs>
0: like, well it would make more sense if Gretchen didn't start off saying she loves him too you know right, like right. If she was like kind of in her head like oh my god this guy loves me he's like trying to fuck me to like prove something to joey this is like i'm in a fucking head space about this i can't fuck this guy i've had a lot of drama dick like she has like seven people on her list or right. drama you know mm-hmm. but like she's Dramatick. like i love you too and <laughs> would, <yeah. laughs> when we have That's sex this term. is what i want it to be you know so yeah, like yeah, yeah. she like she like that part doesn't really make sense to me in terms of like a 21 year old and self-control like I yeah. I'm like mm, yeah, girl. that does <laughs> yeah, not no. make sense not at all
1: <laughs> no but like there's a part of me that like from my own perspective if Gretchen and Dawson did have sex after Dawson said that thing to her about Joey I probably mm-hmm. would have been pissed at Dawson like I probably would have been like what you're just fucking Gretchen because it's some kind of competition. So like yeah. I'm very torn. I'm very Stand torn. And to like get back at it- you know, Pacey. Like I still feel a little bit icky
0: about the fact that he and Gretchen are even dating because him and Pacey are not such weird fucked up terms, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. So like that would be weird too, you know. It's it's hard because I don't personally trust Dawson. I personally don't think he's a good guy. So like mm-hmm. I kind of look at him side eye with a lot of his decisions. <laughs> not everyone feels that way. So like yeah. there's another side to it where like he's not being like creepy and nefarious and like whatever, he can fuck Gretchen if they want to fuck, you know. But yeah. it's bizarre yeah
1: um, <laughs> so then we're supposed to get the cue of the cowboy junkies singing sweet Jane <laughs> um, mm, if you'll remember okay, from the beginning okay. of the episode and we see Pacey in the back of the cop car yeah. and then we go to Joey who's waiting for Jen at Grand Central Station uh, so it's a montage and then we see yeah. Jen like crying in this cab
0: yeah and we see Dawson passed out, and we pan over to Gretchen
1: sobbing. Yeah, why? I don't know. I honestly don't take know why. Away
0: from that, I know. I was <laughs> like, like, I wait. feel like she's like. <laughs> I know. That's what I mean. Is it doesn't make sense that she admits she loves him too? Because like, she seems pretty torn up about the fact that she'll always be second fiddle to Joey, mm-hmm. and like, I don't know. It's hard. I don't. Like, I'm not going to judge someone for what they define love, but like what I personally see, like I personally don't see her being in love with him, you know, but no. like, that's your own de- decision. Yeah. Like that's your own decision to make. So like, it's yeah. your word to define. So like whatever, but like, it's a weird, like one, two weirdness punch where she's like, <laughs> yes. I love you, but I want us to have sex like in this way. And then she's like sobbing because she's like second place to, to Joey. And Joey? like, she found yeah. herself in this weird position that like, she doesn't like, she's like, ah, high school drama.
1: (laughs) I also think like much like our conversation about like, sex and like that in TV, it's like, we're we make out and then we fucked, you know, and it's like, Mm -hmm. there's nothing in between. (laughs) I know. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I kind of think that way about TV sometimes too, where it's like, there's not the period of like, I really like you before you're like, are like, I think I might be in love with you. Like, yeah. it seems like you go from like, we're dating to like, I'm in love with you. <laughs> or, yeah. or even just like, well, we we're did friends. see that journey with Dawson, he did say
0: to her, like, I like you, you know, yeah, um, yeah. I just think it's
1: like, pretty rare to see it. Yeah. So like, yeah, you know, it, it's, I feel like for Gretchen, like, I get that, like, when someone says they love you, like, then there's pressure. But like, I know. but like, I also am like, Gretchen, it's okay to just like Dawson a lot you know yeah, you don't have to be in love with them
0: yeah and it's hard because like i like this story of like sometimes you just love people and it's just like the simple love you know mm-hmm. and like it doesn't have to be this like super intense like soulmate like yeah. i i need you yeah. i can't live without you like yeah. that is commonly shown in teen drama where it, she it's just like i love you like i like me i like I like you in my life and what you bring to the table. And like, I just have mm-hmm. so much like respect and love for you. So you kind of like that. But like, yeah, and then Gretchen's just like sobbing on the beach. <laughs> like, we're what? just like, take what you will from that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: And then like, we go to Pacey, who gets home and there's a book open and he hasn't studied for his test tomorrow.
0: And he like Um, looks in the mirror and he like hates what he sees. It's so sad.
1: It is. And then we go back to Joey. Who's like next to the train, the boarding train. Yeah. The track. And they're like calling the train. (laughs) Yeah. And Jen's like walking through the station and then Joey sees her and like, they have this great, like long hug,
0: you know, know. kind of like
1: they come back together and then they walk onto the train holding hands and my heart. It can't take it. Oh, it's, Oh, cute! It's amazing, and you wish it just like
0: ended right there. But I no, do. we're gonna get that no. flashback, flash forward scene, scene we got earlier, <laughs> and this button just kind of is the stupidest and most bizarre it's, shit you're ever gonna it see. It is.
1: It is because we go to so Jen's, Jen's therapist. like sitting
0: with Tom Frost, and she's uh-huh. like, "I'm done. I'm finished. Yeah, I'm glad that we could do this together, but I, I have nothing else to say."
1: And, and Tom's like, like
0: no, give it. No, no, no. Um. Whoa, whoa, you, whoa. We just like opened up a can of worms, and there's like more that we need to do with this.
1: Yeah, I mean, this and is the like, most sense Tom Frost has made since joining the yeah, show.
0: I know. And she's like, no, I'm, I'm done. Yeah, I'm
1: good. And he, she gets up to leave, and she turns around, and she's like see you around <laughs> but it's that weird like kind of shadowy stop motion thing where she like you know you see her sitting and then it's kind of this blur and you see her standing and uh-huh. then like it's like yeah weirdo. i don't know what they were doing Super with the camera work in this weird. episode
0: yeah like and she like supposed to take away from that it's like no she, see she is a new person yeah Je- joey was right we're not gonna see that old jen you know yeah. or something something <laughs> <laughs> Oof wild wild but at least we're done with that tom frost fella
1: yeah thank god Bye, tom frost um adios to tom frost see you never again thanks yeah
0: and to jen's dad for that matter i don't think we yeah. see him again thank god <laughs> i know
1: i don't see him <laughs> either <laughs> <laughs> so who are you rooting for I mean, I'm rooting for Joey and Jen. Mm -hmm. I'm rooting for Pace. I'm rooting for everyone. I'm rooting for Pacey. I know. I I, like do think it's so sad that and like, I I honestly wish they had handled like this storyline a little bit better that like, I mean, there's a part of me that's like, it's been this way all season, right? Where he's been like, I'm not good enough for you. I'm not good Mm enough for you. I'm not good enough for you. And there's this part of me that's like gives that space right like that in high school i think that that's a totally realistic like um mm-hmm. reaction to like getting someone that you th- thought you would never date like date, being able to yeah. date someone you thought you would never date we're like holy shit how did this happen right i know and, and like, then I- that's like
0: coupled with him being totally like removed from all of his friends because like of like his choice to date joey you know which like i think mm-hmm. is a false equivalence in his mind but his friends kind of like play it up that way you know
1: yeah so and he's also, like
0: completely alone and isolated
1: right cause on joey, top of I, not
0: feeling good enough
1: right because to her credit joey like i mean there have been times when she's like oh you could still go to this college but like to her credit mm-hmm. she's been like that's not why i'm with you i'm like not with you because like i think you're gonna like yeah go to college like <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> you know
0: and she's right that like it's like not her job to make him feel good enough to be with her. You mm-hmm. know, um, yeah. it's like, you know, like it, she needs to participate in his feelings and like, you know, be able to talk it out and not lie to him and like really communicate thoroughly. But like it, mm-hmm. it, it, you can't fix that about someone that they have to do that on their
1: own. Yeah. Totally, um, but I'm also rooting for Dawson and Gretchen. I mean, like, I think their story was fun. I think it ended weird, mm-hmm. um, without a doubt. I, you so know, weird, very weird, and, and it Gretchen just, like, crying feels
0: inauthentic and fake. Like yeah. they should have just had sex, you know. I agree. But like, you get the vibe that the show was like, no. Nope. Dawson's going to be in turmoil about the fact that Joey gave her virginity to someone else. We're going to drag this out for far too long. (laughs) Right.
1: Right. And I mean, that's the thing, right. Is that like, I think the show, I think this, like, I think why the end of season three is so great is because it lets go of this notion that like Joey is Dawson's girl. Like, Mm -hmm. and that Mm -hmm. is a direct quote from Paul Stupin that Joey is Dawson's girl Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Um, And, like, and I think it finally let go of that in such a way that, like, Joey could be her own girl, you know, and, like, make her own fucking choices and have her own. And And then we get back and pretty, pretty quickly we're back in this thing of, like, no, no, Joey is Dawson's girl. Even if she's Mm -hmm. with Pacey, she's Dawson's Mm -hmm. girl. And, like, you know, this in the last few episodes we've said it and this it's like even more it's like there's it's weird because like I i had remembered it a little differently that I thought I was a lot more angry at Joey for how she like behaves but like I've been kind of angry at Joey but like not super angry because mm-hmm. I'm like it's like not even it's like not even anyone behaving a certain way it's like the show thinks this yeah it's bad writing yeah <laughs> I mean, truly, truly. It's hard
0: because, like, the scenes in season four so far that we've seen that are, like, exhilarating are the ones where Joey's in control of her life. You mm -hmm. know, when she and Pacey fuck, it's like, you get chills because she, it's like... She's in charge. It's yep. like her own choice, her own identity, her own thing. Mm-hmm. And then when we get circled back into like, no, but what about Dawson? What will Dawson? All those things. It's just like fucking boring to watch, you know? Because it's like, where's the character growth there? Where's all? What did we spend the last three and a half seasons watching if we're just gonna go back to these like storylines that like they're not relevant anymore? And like the thing is with your youth, especially in high school, is that like things change quickly. <laughs> so it doesn't even feel believable <laughs> when you're in high school that you would still be holding on to that like all these years you know um because well, and like not, you grow so much and change so much during your high school years
1: yeah yeah and not only that but like but but like that y- yes you change so quickly but also that like y- relationships change and shift right and i think like (laughs) i was kind of my i have a friend who's who's now watching this series from the beginning who didn't watch it at the time who like is texting Mm -hmm. me about it as he watches it and and it's like he lives in england so like in the morning i like get these text messages (laughs) that are like it's kind of nice Uh um and so he and you know he was kind of like like, what the fuck is this show doing with this, like, ownership of Joey? You know what I mean? And I was Mm -hmm. like, I know. And also, it was, it brought me back to, like, the thing that we were saying at the very beginning of the podcast, where we were like, this is a show about whether or not two people can become friends once they, like, become, like, uh, to quote Dawson's, sexual beings. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And... And I think that like this is where the show like strays from that because I think that like I think I well, actually you get the vibe think... that mm-hmm. sorry go ahead no, go ahead well I was just gonna say I actually think that they're gonna that 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 like I'm sorry I lost what I was gonna say I think that like they would actually be kind of friendly. Uh, Dawson and Joey Mm -hmm. that they would be friends even at this point Mm -hmm. you know what I mean or maybe they would have different friend groups but like be like hey what's up like my buddy you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like I just think that this way where they keep coming back to each other is so inorganic and so forced that Mm -hmm. it 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 really really brings down the like caliber of storytelling and I think that this show when it's at its peak has great storytelling
0: Right. Yeah. And they can still pull it out. So it's like, you know, you have the talent there, you know, you have the acting there, you can Mm -hmm. bring it out. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to see. And you kind of get the vibe that they set out this thesis at the beginning of the show. And like, because there's different showrunners, the different showrunners had different um, hypothesis about the question, Mm -hmm. you know, and at this point, the the hypothesis is no, (laughs) you -hmm. can't be friends with someone after your sexual awakening, you know, Mm -hmm. and like, Uh, you know, and I feel like maybe in the first few seasons, they wanted to say yes, that that was possible. So Mm -hmm. we'll see, right? We will. (laughs) All right. So for our listener corner, this is from Sarah. Julia called for a therapist to chime in. So here I am. I'm almost done with my doctorate in clinical psychology and I've been seeing clients for four years. Congratulations. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, Here's what I found deeply troubling about Jen's relationship with Tom Frost.
1: Mm.
0: First is his main ethics violation, as Julia mentioned, is not maintaining client confidentiality. A therapist should tell clients at the beginning of their work together that if they see each other in public, the therapist will not acknowledge the client unless the client acknowledges them first. Yay for Julia's therapist, former therapist. If the client does acknowledge their therapist in public, a quick high is all that is really appropriate. The therapist should be extremely careful that they do not quote out the client as their client. If the client does want to engage, which it is clear, which is clear is true for Jen in that moment, a therapist should never bring up the content of therapy in public. For example, Tom Frost mentioning Jen's trust problems was completely mm-hmm. crossing a boundary of confidentiality.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Second, It appears to me that Tom Frost's acceptance of Jen's interest in his personal life is a rewarding ego trip for him. Mm. He says that he, quote, let Jen continue following him because it was, quote, important to her and because it related to trust. However, in the past, when Jen expressed curiosity about his life, he would ask, quote, why is it important to you but not answer? This leads me to believe that he actually does not care about what is important to her because if he did, he would have answered her past, relatively innocu- her past relatively innocuous questions. As Aaron mentioned, he should have built trust in the therapy room. And I think Jen's initial questions asking where he went to school were completely valid through which he could have built trust by answering. This type of self-disclosure can be especially important in building trust with adolescents. I have a lot of other complaints about Tom Frost's abilities as a therapist, but they're not ones most relevant to this episode. Overall, I think the mental health storylines on this show are pretty atrocious. There are some redeeming aspects, some, though— A few of Andy's storylines, for example. But as the case with many Dawson's Creek storylines, more nuanced and less victim blaming would have been great. In addition, I wish the portrayal of mental health help seeking was presented more positively. But at the same time, this seems to be something that mainstream media
1: will flub forever. First of all, thank you, Sarah. <laughs> thank yes, you so much. Thank you. <laughs> I really appreciate it. um And I think that's right. Like, I think that, you know, you kind of verbalizing it makes me realize that that's what was feeling so unsettling to me is like, you know, <sighs> Tom Frost has to have boundaries too. And like the fact that he, mm-hmm. like, that he, like, It's the weird kind of like non-invitation, invitation invitation to the like Mm -hmm. poetry reading or whatever that like gets me
0: where I'm just like like teasing her, like, oh, you can come stalk me more if you want, even though you shouldn't be stalking people. Like, I shouldn't be encouraging you to do this. (laughs) Right.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, that's the fucking that's the thing. Uh so yeah, I agree with you. And I also agree that like is it possible for media to get like what therapy actually does right? I I, I mean, because I feel like in some ways, and and this is in no means meant as an offense, like it's kind of boring, right? Like yeah, there's and I and it it's funny because like. <laughs> I say this all the time when people ask me about Younger, the TV show Younger, and like, is that really what publishing Mm. is like? And I was like, yeah, I mean, it's like a a very sexy, like, fun version of publishing. Publishing is much more boring. Right, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) You know, and so I think there's, we always have to kind of play up, like, for for drama, you know, this Mm -hmm. stuff. And so much of therapy is like you just sitting on a couch having these moments where you have real emotions about things and then are like why i don't know why this is making me feel this or i don't know Mm -hmm. you know yeah not to mention like there's so
0: many different types of therapy you know sure (laughs) it's wild to me that like the media can't portray it like mainstream media can't portray it that well because like in my experience like everyone in la is in therapy or has been in therapy before. So, like, you would think most people, <laughs> this like, whole writers the, room has
1: been to therapy. I just, guarantee. Like,
0: anecdotally, I'm going yeah. to make the assumption that, like, the writer, the like you said, the whole writers room has been in therapy. So it's hard to watch, like, the constant, like, just like that's not how it is. Like, mm-hmm. that doesn't make any sense, you mm-hmm. know? Because, like, just like there, I would feel at least one person in the room would have a lived experience that they could draw on, just like based on the people I know in LA. Um, so like that part is super wild. And even with Andy, you're like, this doesn't make sense. Like, why isn't she continuing on with this therapy um, or what kind of therapy is she actively seeking? Like what was the point of that clinic she went to and like, what w- were they like needing to accomplish there mm-hmm. um, is like a weird part of the storytelling. But again, we, we know that they didn't really know what to do with Andy and like season three came and they're like,
1: shit, what do we do? Right, right. And, like, and you know, this is what the second horribly drawn therapy experience <laughs> that we've seen in this show. And there's more to come, spoiler, not spoiler. <laughs> you know, like, this is not the last yeah. of terrible therapists that yeah, we're going to see. And it's
0: like juxtapositioned with like the. Uh, like this storyline with Jen is with Pacey's depression and Andy's storyline with her therapy with um, Jen's, Jen's depression. depression. So there's like yeah. some mental illnesses that are unaddressed as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, kind of like what is
1: the point of they trying to make with that too? Yeah. I mean, that's a good question. And I think like, I don't think that the, I, I feel like Pacey's depression, I don't think the show even knew that that's what they were really depicting. Like, I think the Mm -hmm. show was just, like, he's going to be, like, angry and moody about the fact that, like, his friends are going to college and he's not. And, like, Mm -hmm. is not, you know.
0: Right. They're going to use the euphemism angry and moody instead of depressed, (laughs) (laughs) which is probably what it is. (laughs) Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly.
1: So, yeah. Um, but thank you, Sarah. I think that's a great explanation. And thank you for putting that into words, what I could not.
0: Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. And sorry, I forgot to grab a workforce bound. So oh. we'll have to get that next week.
1: <laughs> well, I got a new job. That's my workforce. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, congratulations, Julia. Thank I'm you. so excited for you. Thanks.
1: So uh, awesome. It's so awesome. I mean, it's somewhat thanks to you. I mean, I got to tell you, all get yourself a friend like Aaron Hensley, who when you're like, <laughs> I think I might want to apply for this job. She's like, Bitch, what are you doing? Fucking apply <laughs> do it. for it. <laughs>
0: Come on, do it. Whatever.
1: <laughs> All you have to do is
0: send in your resume. That's nothing. <laughs> well, I'm really it, proud of you. That's thanks. so
1: awesome. Thanks, buddy.
0: Yeah. Cool, and thank you everyone for listening. We're so glad you're here, making space with us. We're in the dark days, but mm. things are going to start looking up, I think. So yeah. <laughs> for Dawson's Creek and the world, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Let's get that those patents removed from those vaccines. Come mm-hmm. on. The government funded that research. The U.S. government. Why should a private company have patents on that? Just saying. That's just a good saying. question. <laughs> um, black lives matter defund the police let's help india breathe you know oh, we stand God. with the farmers over there too it's really sad and like now that's just spreading into all the neighboring countries which is what we knew would happen so yeah it's really sad to watch what we knew was going to happen actually happen um with little action happening to uh, mitigate that uh defund the police i don't know if i said that but i I'm gonna say no, it twice. Into it. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Dawson's Critique. You can email us Dawson's Critique at gmail.com. We want to shout out our boy Kilia for making our theme song. You can find him on Instagram at Go Freaking Crazy. You can follow my Finsta stuff my drive across the country in my van if you want at aaron.hensley we have merch bit.ly slash dawson's critique and you can order our book
1: i remember everything life lessons from dawson's creek available wherever you get your books we're gonna shout out this week somewhere near where you just were which is antigone books in uh oh god not Tempe. What's the other one? Tucson, Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, their cool feminist bookstore. Uh, check them out online. Or if you're in uh, Tucson, Arizona, you should go. Check them out; they're really rad. Please like and subscribe, write a review wherever it is you get your podcast. Thank you so much to those of you who did. We finally got the the bad review that I was waiting for, which is that we say like too much, and we're not <laughs> going to change it, and I'm not going to edit them out. But it was I was waiting for that for years, and so uh, it's, it's fine. I'm come. such
0: an Angelino. I'm like I'm so impressed. We never
1: say like. <laughs> <laughs> uh we know we say it all the time. It's fine. <laughs> anyway. Um, but relative to how much we
0: say it, I feel like we say it less on the show. I'm just telling y'all I'm, telling y'all. I'm
1: telling y'all. More California, <laughs> particularly when we're two around our two other college roommates. Like, mm-hmm. ooh, girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. um <laughs> woof. Anyway, uh, you can find me online at Pesty1079, uh, on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we would like to thank Andrew Bush who recorded us in the good old days um, and we so appreciate him. Uh, this is now an Aaron and Julia podcast. We'll think of some <laughs> name to say. Yeah. But uh, it, we're producing this ourselves now and um, we're excited about that. So we'll see you next week. I don't